Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This week on the program, it's the motto of my life, dead is better. It's Pet Cemetery. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Gavin. Eric Siska. And I'm Griffin Newman. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And you may have heard four fat guys and then a fifth guy who you may not know welcoming to the program, Griffin Newman. And I'm very little. He's very <laughs> much tinier. It's like you're like, a, you're like a fifth of us. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm like Miko Hughes size. <laughs> very yeah. fitting. I was I had uh, the movie we were discussing today I had never seen before. Right. And uh, watching this, I, I got angry being like, how did I not uh, get to read for this part in the remake? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have to use a dummy. I could yeah. be like the stunt version, but I think they gender flipped. Oh, yes. Well, yes, they did. Which yeah, they, they do in the trailer, which like that is the thing you put in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. So if you're the audience member, you're like, oh, I know Pet Cemetery." You're like, what do they do it in Pet Cemetery? But now it's the trailer, and I'm like, I don't want to see that movie. And I had seen several trailers for the movie before, had never seen this original film, mm-hmm. thought the new one looks good. It yeah. does. Yeah. And then, like, two days ago, I, I caught the newest trailer where they give away the daughter. Oh. Right before oh, oh, I oh. watched this movie for the first time, uh-huh. I would have been blown away. <laughs> totally blown <laughs> exactly. away. Exactly. And I, uh, we, I just, we were recording this a couple of weeks before Us comes out, a couple mm-hmm. days before Us comes out. I saw Us, the newest Us trailer, which is like, 41 minutes long and I'm no. in the I'm in the theater like yeah. literally covering my eyes like oh that's a scaredy cat like no 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 I just want to watch the movie when it comes out like I don't need well, the yeah. 12 minute trailer you're, you're very sensitive about that though. Oh, I'm, you, I'm, I'm a spoiler phobe if sure. I tell you who's starring in a movie you get really angry Steve I, likes to go in cold I like to go in fresh what would you do if I spoiled us for you right now in the air I would leave this I would leave uh-huh. this partnership uh-huh. it's really actually nice. do it do it <laughs> at the end of the movie it turns out it was them well, I don't even know if I want to say this because I feel like you'll get upset <laughs> if I tell a story about getting upset about reading something on the internet. <laughs> but I saw someone today being like, I forget who, but a online critic saying like, after seeing us, Elizabeth Moss is definitely my choice to play the next Joker. Oh, yeah, well, what man. the fuck? And someone yeah. said, spoilers. Yeah. 
And their response was, not a spoiler, I can tell you, she doesn't play the Joker in us. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you're being funny, and it's not like I know exactly what that means. Right. But I also know there's at least one scene in the movie where Elizabeth Moss does something Joker-esque. Yes. She might not be the villain. Right. She might not become possessed. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows what the outcome is, but it's like in a horror movie where, like, I don't know what's going to happen to anyone. Yeah. I know how Elizabeth Moss gets twisted or she's gonna wear a boutonniere that's gonna be very nefarious <laughs> and i'm gonna awesome. be very 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 worry weary of that or Maybe, she just she yeah. just has face tattoos she also might though. she might she might just be very well dressed What's i feel like people though, don't talk about that enough joker's very well dressed he is he is impeccably dressed almost in every iteration every iteration i don't know man for me it gets a little clownish he's like the clown that's prince awful. of crime oh, God. i just saw her smell at south by and in, spoilers she does in that movie <laughs> in that movie i had the thought she could play the joker in yeah. that movie. see yeah. interesting wow. right yeah and so, saying that isn't any kind of spoiler because it's not a horror movie but yeah. what's weird is having seen us like last week now i'm thinking what the hell is that guy okay talking so about? it's based in nothing yeah it's wow. totally based in nothing that's right. very strange because you do see in her smell, it's like she hits a certain level of like manic intensity where Total, you're like, she could play. Yeah. Right. So exactly. you, is the Joker smell good or bad? <laughs> uh, it's like kind of like a mix of like B.O. and wine cooler. Does she <laughs> yeah. have a henchman in her smell? Yes. Okay. There's that makes definite sense. henchman. She, she actually does. <laughs> yeah, she does. She She's got does. sort of like a, like a cadre of like. Yeah, there's a posse. Okay. Right. The, yeah. guy, the guy who uh, helps Jessica Jones out in uh, her uh, Roommate or whatever mm -hmm. the guy in the oh, same building. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's the dude. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she sort of got like it. Kind of feels like a traveling circus. Like she's got like yeah, a, she's a got sort a of little... phony shaman around her yeah, and like yeah, musicians it's, and it's, yeah. It's a great movie. It's by an the way. excellent film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the film today, by the way, Pet Cemetery from 1989, directed by Mary Lambert. Um, but before we get to it, I think we should plug away because we like hanging out. You, we were on blank check with yes. Griffin and David. Uh, two down, Steve two and I. to go. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had a great time. We were talking. What did we talk about? We were the talking total recall. Oh, total recall. Total recall. Come on. Yeah. All right. Come, Come on. on. Right. Looks like his recall wasn't total. <laughs> well, that's the marijuana. <laughs> um, but big news. Just in like a few short weeks at this point, or it's out like right now. No we're days. recording this in in advance, but in a few days. The Tick season two. Yes, it will, it will. I think these two things will be coming out around the same yeah, exact yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's uh, it's it's soon quickly approaching. Uh, it's something we filmed a while ago. <laughs> what are we talking? Like a year and a half? A year ago? Like five. <laughs> you no, know, I, I read that you have this intensity in it that you could possibly play the Joker. <laughs> I get a little twisted. <laughs> I get a little twisted this season. Um, no, we filmed it like nine months ago, mm -hmm. and a lot of that is just uh, uh, TV is weird now. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there's n there's no like traditional. There's no structure to it. It's no the structure. wild west of it's television. It's the wild west, really. Um, and I I think they took more time on the effects this time because last time we were super rushed, and I think everything looks really great. Yeah. But it's uh, been the same where I've just been like sitting on it for a while, and I couldn't really uh, talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I think the new season's really good. One of the things I'm really excited about in this new season is we have, like, uh, monsters on oh, the show. Oh, nice. Because, like, season one, it was, like, human mm -hmm. uh, villains. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackie O'Hill is kind of a monster, though, right? He's monster-ish. <laughs> yeah. He's monster-ish. And, I mean, at the end of the day, who is a greater monster than man? Um, <laughs> but we true. have, like, creatures. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. And it's really fun to work with, like... Um, you know, like a, a six foot five Russian stunt guy, <laughs> you know, who's just like, we have, the, we have this creature who is. We uh, talking uh, tentacles? 
we're talking it's a it's a lobster creature. I don't think Ooh. I can say the name of the creature, but okay. it's like a a man-sized lobster. Uh-huh. Oh, Walks God, upright, delicious. has all the little <laughs> arms that pop out of its oh. chest and then big claws for hands. Uh, and those claws may or may not be uh, handy when it comes to breaking through uh, bank faults. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There oh. it is. Um, but uh, the, the the thing, the mouth sort of like has these tendrils mm-hmm. that move and the eyes move around. It's all like animatronics. You practical know, someone, effects, man. I mean, super that's practical. Awesome. That's what I like about the show is I like the character design. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, it, yeah, you guys, uh, you, really good production design. Uh, nice. uh, thank you. I can't take any credit for that, but I, I agree with it. It's a no, thing the I acting really is terrible. The, the acting is awesome. <laughs> oh, Personal the performance is a wreck. Total loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were um, you trying to get laughs? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I was trying to get fired. Oh, okay. That's uh, not my kind of show. Yeah. I uh, didn't want it. Um, they're holding me against my will. Um, no, but it also is like, as a kid, like, I grow up like, I want to be in the pictures. I want to make TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you work on so many things where you're like, this is boring. Like, there's just like a green screen behind me yeah. and actors are lazy and they don't do their scenes with you <laughs> you know like they're like so many dispiriting things and it's great to be on like a show where it's like we have big sets yeah. and like extras wearing uniforms and like that's cool man cool props and and this this creature um so it's it, this uh stunt uh guy who plays the creature on the show has to give like a performance yeah. you know because he's not like doubling for someone else who's yeah. carrying the emotional right. weight of the creature. And it's yeah. not a mop with like a, a, a ball on its head like creature coming later. Right, it's, right. It's There's the a thing. real physical thing that <laughs> yeah. we're interacting with. Yes. But he has to be very deliberate, not just in the choreography, but in like, you know, how he conveys the emotions of the character and the right. intents of the character and everything. And there was a, a day where I was doing a scene with him at like up close and we were inside and it was really hot. And everyone's like sweating all the time. <laughs> uh, all the costumes are like not very breathable. <laughs> And when we're filming on our sound stages, it's like 40 degrees. They make it like an icebox. It's like Hateful Eight, where we're yeah. all like, the entire crew is like bundled up with scarves in July. Ooh. And then the actors are all wearing these really dense costumes and sweating. <laughs> so there's this like amazing disparity. And so I'm really close up to the, the lobster creature. And um, I was just like admiring the how incredible the design is. Lost and the actual, his eyes, right? Right. <laughs> and the eyes moving and the tendrils moving in the mouth. I went, God, this is so amazing. And look, they even like, they loaded in some sort of like dummy saliva. There's like goop oh. coming off. Are you like, sure the that tendrils was dummy? Of the mouth. It was his sweat. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> oh this poor bastard. I was like, this is incredible. How can we afford this? Oh, my God. And then I just saw his sweat was pouring out as if it were like a rigged effect. Oh, wow. Wow, that yeah. sounds That's terrible. actually the sequel to Her Smell is His Sweat. His Sweat. <laughs> his Sweat. Now, now, you mentioned the Old West about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever think that Billy the Kid was like the Joker of the oh, Old West? Oh, he was. That guy right? was so <laughs> twisted. I, I mean, he was like the cl- the clown cowboy of crime. Yes. <laughs> there it is. I think so. Yeah. I think that's right. I think so. I think Let me th- ask you one more thing before we get to the, mm-hmm. the discussion today. Sarah Finowitz, just as handsome in IRL as he he's is He's very television? handsome. Oh, my he's God. He's very handsome, and he's a very uh, uh, tall man. Yeah. Is he 40 feet tall? He's 40 feet tall. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's that a works. clean 40. Yeah. I'm very little, yeah. uh, as you guys can see right now. <laughs> um, it, one of the things that really aggravated me was when we uh, when the pilot came out for the show and when the first mm. images came out, people were complaining that I was uh, too tall. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They were like, this is ridiculous. Like, Arthur's like the same size as the tick. Oh, what? <laughs> and he's like a good foot taller than yeah. me. Like yeah. a, a, yeah. a heavy foot taller than me, plus significantly broader. Yeah. But some 
times things photograph weird. Mm -hmm. Like in the same way that you can use photography to make people look like there's a greater size difference between them. Right, sure. Somehow we accidentally in some of those early images did a reverse Gandalf (laughs) where I I was standing too close to the camera. So then when we started filming the season proper, after they'd gotten those complaints, they would constantly be like, Griffin, can you try just like crouching a little bit? <laughs> oh, no. They'd like make me expand my stance. What? And I'd be like, he's already got like. <laughs> That's famously the same thing that happens with Batman Returns because Danny DeVito yeah. looks exactly as tall as Michael <laughs> right, Keaton. Right, right. <laughs> so the top hat yeah. is throwing it off. No, he's very handsome. He wears a leather jacket a lot, which is just like very cool. Oh, Jesus, and it's one of those things awesome. where I'm just like, can't pull this off like i never <laughs> nobody like comes in he's got a cup of coffee and, and a cigarette yeah it's like going over the script pages it's just like he's a snack can God i damn. now i'm gonna and i'm gonna tie in can i tie in blank check as well mm-hmm. at what point did you bring up phantom menace to immediately her? okay almost right. immediately. <laughs> sure. I, wanna, I just want to know yeah. almost immediately i would ha- i would have to but I yeah don't know let's get to... this over with yeah. all right okay let's yeah let's get into it we we got cast uh, separately because mm. I was like fighting for months and months and months to get the part mm. and they were fighting for months and months and months to get him to pick up the phone and take the part <laughs> um, and we didn't both get cast we mm. weren't both set until maybe two weeks before we were mm. going to start filming so the first time we met was the night before we were going to do the table mm. read uh, which is always kind of scary because now they like fire people from table reads all the time. Oh, oh my sure. lord! They make people do like you know like four rounds of testing for like any yeah. of these TV shows. It happens more when you're in like the traditional pilot season window mm. when everyone's like going crazy and like right. fighting to try to get their actors on like the the ninety pilots that will never see the light of day. Mm. Um, but if someone when they do the table read like doesn't get laughs. The next day, they're like out of there. Oh, Jesus. So they always like impart onto you this thing of just like, you gotta kid, make sure you get your rest because this yeah. isn't just for fun. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. We don't want to have to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> so I was only meeting him that night before. And it's like for a show that's so much about the chemistry between these two characters and two characters who have been played well before by other yeah. people. Right. So there's yeah. like a specific thing, there's an image that people have. Mm-hmm. in their minds and what they sound like and how they move and all this sort of stuff. It was like very nerve wracking. So we went to dinner um, the night before to try to like get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the first questions he asked me when we sat down for dinner was, um, I don't I don't know, man. Are, are you a, a Star Wars fan? Oh, <laughs> he, he brought saw, it up? He saw it on you. He, he was, smelled it, dude. He smelled it on me. Because <laughs> I think we dude. were talking about we st- were talking about bad work experiences. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. We were talk- We were comparing things because we were like, how do you like to work on set, this and that? Yeah. We're talking about bad work experiences. We're walking to the restaurant. We sit down in the restaurant and he says, are you a Star Wars fan? And I went, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he went, so um, I-, I was in one of them. <laughs> and he wasn't doing the thing where he was like pretending to be modest. Yeah. yeah. He genuinely was like, you probably wouldn't know who the character is. Right. And I had to be like, okay. And like open <laughs> up the whole book. <laughs> and be like, I spent a year pretending that Phantom Menace was the only movie that existed. Right. Because right. Blank Check came out of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was for a year just David and I talking about the Star Wars prequels as if they were devoid of context. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if I was meeting Paris, Peterson and Finnegan's for dinner... Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say Paris Hilton. I, that's it's, that's it's what it's I heard, t- too. It's a tough one. You what? nailed his name. You, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Paris Hilton yeah. could play the joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh she my, totally she's could. so twisted. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're like, you, I get off the subway, he's like waiting at the thing, yeah. I'm going to wave... Phantom Menace! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that, that fat guy. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. It was very bizarre to like, talk to him and realize, like, oh, that was like the first job you got out of drama school. 
Because yeah. so much of it was that like George Lucas likes to uh, skirt around uh, unions oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and labor sure. laws. That's why he filmed those movies in England largely. Sure. Because A lot of child labor on set. I've heard that. Actors, yeah. unions are very <laughs> different over there. So for all those like alien parts, the voiceover parts, they just like went to the local drama schools and were like, wow. give us your 20 guys who can do voices. And huh. he was like, I did voices for like 10 characters. Two of them made it in. Wow. Like he's one of the other Gungans as well. Really? He's I didn't got know like that. one isolated line as like a Gungan. I don't think anyone knows that. Like I, I've never seen him credited as that. Yeah. yeah. But he was like the guy who played like Sebulba was my buddy. Like it was like we were all like coming out of that class. So yeah. do you want lunch or do you want to do another <laughs> Gungan? Like what's, what's, I mean, what, what, do you, what would you rather have? Would you rather have lunch or another Gungan? But he was like, we didn't have any context. Like he wouldn't. And it's weird because it wasn't like now there's such a thing where you hear like all these actors working on Marvel movies were like, they didn't let me read the script. I yeah. didn't even meet the other actors. Right. I like shot my scenes in a parking lot in Atlanta. We'll see if I make the cut. But this was apparently just George Lucas doesn't like talking to people. <laughs> That's <laughs> not surprising. And wouldn't explain. He's like, so, you know, he's just like really evil. <laughs> and he said George Lucas was like right behind him. I was going to say over his shoulder, yeah, but he was yeah, definitely yeah. under his shoulder. <laughs> But George Lucas was like right behind him, like breathing on his neck. Going, wow, like, you know, more, more evil. Like in the this recording guy, booth, this he guy's was there. Twisted, okay? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just, like you're the Joker of yeah. Star Wars. It's like the clown Sith of crime. <laughs> Someone give me a fucking ladder so I can stand over yeah. this guy's shoulders. But he like didn't realize that Darth Maul was a thing. That's until he funny. saw the trailer and was like, I think that's the character. Oh, man. That's right, because so Ray weird. Park played the body, right? Right. And Ray he was the also, body part. Ray the body part. <laughs> I think he also just was like, I don't know, give me like 10 characters. Yeah. I don't know if any of these are important. Yeah. You know? Weird. Um, well, that's awesome. So The Tick, season two. Season two, April 5th. April 5th is the date. Amazon. Globally, globally available on Amazon. On Amazon. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. So let's get to it. Steve Zanuck, if you had to boil down the film Pet Cemetery, 1989, to its essence, without saying dead kids. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> uh, I knew that would be your, your essence boiling. <laughs> what are we talking about? What is this movie? Uh, it's, a, it's a neighbor that can't shut his goddamn mouth. <laughs> is what it is. It's, yes. It's, yep. No, it's, it's, a, it's a movie about, a, it's your classic... Uh, we move into a new house, but instead mm -hmm. of the house being haunted, it's areas adjacent mm -hmm. to the house being yeah, haunted. Yeah, your backyard is haunted. You're back, yeah. you got a haunted backyard, and it's a Stephen King joint uh, late 1980s, and yeah. It's, it's, a true, it's a true horror story, because you got like, you're buying this nice house in yeah, Maine, yeah. a bunch of Maine weirdos are burying all types of bodies out back on you your said, property. Too, also yeah. a blind buy. Blind, blind buy. buy. They're showing up just on good faith. Yep. They've already put in the payment. It's your yeah. classic metropolitan ignorance. Yes. Of we're moving from Chicago to this sleepy main town, which I also I don't get. So this yeah. dude is like this fucking hot shit mm -hmm. Chicago doctor. And he's <laughs> like, you know what I want to do? Move to this nothing I got town a theory in practice. Sex he's, scandal? Well, yes, but in, di in addition to, I think he's a terrible doctor. <laughs> oh, that could be. Doctor. He's got to yeah. be a bad yeah. doctor uh -huh. because he, he's just like, well, later on when they bury the cat, okay, he's just like, well, maybe it wasn't dead. I'm not a veterinarian. <laughs> Wait a second. You're dealing with human people and you can't tell if a cat is dead? I'm sorry, sir. I couldn't tell whether or not your wife was dead. <laughs> 
She was, but I could, I told you otherwise. I'm very sorry. It's it looks pretty, dead, yeah. but uh, maybe I should get a specialist in here for this. Uh, the eyes have rolled back, but I don't know for sure. His it, nickname was Malpractice. <laughs> it's also not like they go like, excuse me, sir, does my cat have pneumonia? And he's like, I can't tell. I'm not a veterinarian. <laughs> it's a binary question. Yes, it's so just, does this thing have again? life in it or not? Yo, is this thing breathing or what? You I handled can't, I it for like an hour. Is it alive or not? I, I, could, Gwynn, I couldn't possibly. Fred Quinn's like, I don't know. It was fucking and frozen to the lawn <laughs> and you scraped it off like a hoarder. I think it was dead. Yeah, I mean, he's loaded with analogies for how this thing moved. <laughs> it's like pulling tape off the ground. <laughs> Speaking of hoarders, I think in this new movie that's coming right. out very uh, soon, mm-hmm. yeah. they should the new pet cemetery should be in a hoarder's living room. Oh, oh, right? oh. Yes. and know? it's Dead Cat Army, dude. Yeah. yeah. Better yeah. movie, yeah. I think. Because there's like 40 of them. You, everyone, it's like, oh my God. And then we pulled the couch back and there was three more flattened cats. Wait a second. Did you bury a boy in that hoarder's house? It's <laughs> oh. going to come back from the dead. Because that's like a modern Indian burial yes, ground. Yeah. It's a hoarder's domain. Right, right, it's just right. creepy. Well, right. it's the same instinct, right? When you're a hoarder, you're like, oh, I might need this eventually. Mm-hmm. Again, this you know is what sacred. Mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is sacred. We can't waste yeah. any part of the buffalo. We yes. must keep all the parts of the buffalo stacked up in my closet. Absolutely. What you don't want to do is bury a cat under like a pile of uh, all the 9-11 newspapers you <laughs> yes, collected. Sure. Yep, yep. Because you never know when you're going to need those again, actually. Yeah, you're going like, to need them someday. Look, somebody comes over to the house, they act as, they ask to see impact photos. I don't have any. I'm totally fine. 9-11 newspapers? Were people collecting those? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Really? Absolutely. My mother stole a 9-11 Wait, newspaper from no, a Starbucks. Wow. Well, allegedly. <laughs> Let's not get her arrested. No, no, no. Not allegedly. I, I, this is an actual <laughs> Kevin, your story. mom's going down. I, I'm aware of that. So what? Do, do, why? We, Wait, why? So the nation was coming together. <laughs> and at that moment, your mom was like, now that the coast is clear, I'm going to steal a $4 newspaper? My, my mom was at a, uh, I believe it was a Starbucks, and sh- her and her sister were like getting coffee, and they were like, this is crazy. And like, she was like, all the newspapers are gone. Like, they, they yeah. sell them there. And she's yeah. like, oh, uh, like, uh, and then she saw one on a table, and she's like, Okay. Well, Yoink. Wow. What's, what's crazy, too, is then I would argue the nation was not even coming together yet. We <laughs> yeah. were all still real. Like, people were trying to find their place, and your yeah. mother with laser-like <laughs> focus yeah. was like, like... I think your mother could play the Joker, dude. That's <laughs> fucking nefarious. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking if twisted. you also think about it, like Osama bin Laden was kind of the Joker of the oh Middle my God. East. That's, That's true. That's true, true, Eric. You started the Joker talk. No one brought up Osama bin Joker. The that feels like a, a later period Frank Miller comic. <laughs> or a he, mad TV yes, sketch. Yes. yes. Uh, so it's the Creed family, this right. dad with a face built for soap operas. Yes. Uh, the mother is played by Denise Crosby, who had been recently fired off of Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay, so I was getting my time. So this is like her her immediate rebound from Yasha Talk. Pretty much, because okay. TNG was 87. Tasha Yar, by the way. Sorry. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I just, sorry. No, I just stopped to. 12 tweets. Please, I just jumped to. in front of you. Griffin, and 12 like tweets. me, is a Star Wars fan. I'm more yeah. of a Star Wars fan. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha, I'm, gotcha. I'm more of a Star Wars fan, but my girlfriend's a, a Trek fan mm-hmm. and has been trying to get me into it, and mm-hmm. I believe she just dumped me upon hearing <laughs> that mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, because TNG was 87 was that first season and yeah. so this came out 89. So yeah, production wise, like this was her next like biggest thing. Right. I, I Crazy. Think. Right. And I think she's good in this movie. She's she just is. not in it that much. No. No, and he's very strange. It's <laughs> it's a very specific type of 80s leading man. Yeah. Which is guy who is only good at holding a close-up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like you're just like, he looks very comfortable. Very stiff. Holding mm-hmm. the whole frame, yeah, and he's got a pretty good jaw, 
Yeah. Well, and he doesn't seem that interested in playing the emotions of the character or saying dialogue. No. Yeah. Well, that's that Melrose Place acting school sure. where you come from. Sure. Where you just don't do anything. You just right. stare and look handsome. Right. It's it's the dramatic stares. That's yeah. But you're totally right, though, Kevin, because he could play a dude named Billy. No, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. A, a grown man who calls himself Billy for some reason? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, No, exactly. Sort of like Billy the Kid? Yeah, oh we, you did mention God. that once 15 years ago. <laughs> the, the Joker of the Old West. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. I'm oh, retiring the Joker, the Joker of the Old West. That's going to take off, by the way. The Joker of the Old West. <laughs> we just, this is the next Amazon show. That's Come on, show. right? Honestly, yeah, I'm going to flip it. Mark Hamill and fucking Jack Nicholson could walk into the studio right now, and I'm not saying the words Joker again. No matter what. No matter what. <laughs> okay. Well, you're already saying this, but don't you remember the part in Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid where he has the little uh, acid flower? Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. puts that Pat Garrett and yeah. the buzzer. Oh my yeah. god, the yeah. buzzer handshake. Well, dude, he does the pencil the prince of the OK Corral. Yeah. Original <laughs> choice for the dad in this movie, Bruce Campbell. Better movie, yes. same movie, worse well, movie, much better. Better, better movie. movie. Better movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the whole thing with this kind of genre, especially this period of horror films, is like you want the fun of watching someone play freaked out. Yeah. Right. Bruce yeah. Campbell was so fucking good at that mm -hmm. in the Evil Dead movies. And this guy, you're just like, this movie misses a little energy from the fact that he cannot fully commit to the terror of the situation, yeah. which she's totally doing. Oh, yeah. she totally Everyone else is doing. In, but like in betwixt multiple trips to Chicago that right. she takes in this movie. <laughs> she looks Jesus more terrified Christ. at the other end of phone calls than he does when he's face to face with his dead son. I, I will say this, though. You know what I don't think Campbell could pull off? This fucking bath scene we get in this movie. This dude's just taking that steamy bath. Oh, no, I can't. Where did that That rat bath? Classic rat bath. Classic rat bath? I don't want to. I'm really, really sorry to be doing this. I'm going to bring up the Joker again, please. Oh, uh, nice. Please, because Joker cast. I, I do believe that Fred Gwynn. It's kind of like the. It is like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Uh -huh. I think if you take him out of this, this movie does not work whatsoever. Yeah, that's actually He's true. He's like the lightning rod of the whole thing. And not having yeah. seen this film before, I didn't realize like, oh, this is who everyone's parodying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the dude. people who don't realize that they're parodying him, they're now riffing off of the archetype that is the people riffing off of him. Absolutely. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the quintessential, zero. like Mainer. the creepy old man who's giving you the warnings. Mm -hmm. Can you trust him or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the voice. I'm just like realizing, like, oh, I've seen people do this voice in a thousand bad improv shows. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Because you ever you wonder how I got these scars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why so serious? Uh, and Fred Gwynn, of course, Herman Munster, yeah. classic television actor yes. uh, in this movie, which is cool. So when you move in, right. and immediately it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's very bucolic, very lovely. Mm. We see Maine. Bucolic. You, wow. I can just bringing out all the ten. Well, he removed words, Joker dude. from his vocabulary, <laughs> so now he's filling it. That My void IQ rose with... three points. Yeah. They're all coming this in very... like a black hole. <laughs> it's like this Joker-esque town that they moved to. <laughs> it's twisted. Yeah. I mean, the problem with this town is it's got the autobahn going right through it. Right, right. It's, it's insane. There is no speed limit on this. The worst road. location I've ever seen. The, so bad. Yeah, the family just—it's—it's it's the, the mother, the father, the daughter, who's like seven or eight. And this little girl like, sucks. By and the way, like a fresh yeah, baby, yeah, Miko Hughes is like. 13 months or whatever. The baby sucks too. The baby's terrible. You gotta you gotta be suspicious of parents in this situation though. Like your kid's like 30 months old. You're like, you're gonna get in the fucking movie. You're gonna get in there now. <laughs> yes. Well, you uh, say it's the worst place to live, but you gotta imagine with this major trading route coming through this small <laughs> town in Maine, mm -hmm. the fucking property value is probably really low. Like right. you could probably buy that house for 500 right. bucks. Well, 500 bucks at the expense of the life of your son and a kid. Eh? 
<laughs> How about <laughs> so he's a hotshot doctor? Isn't that the whole point that he should true. be able to afford? Well, like that's a, the thing is yeah. he's disgraced. It's not he's sad, disgraced. but he's disgraced. Yes. By well, the way, his bumper sticker. My God, did you get a look at that? Yeah, thing? I guess grass or ass. I wish. No, <laughs> what it's, does it, it's, say? it said like, "Have you hugged your MD today?" Oh, oh. oh. see, yeah, he's a pervert. These fucking yeah. doctors. He's a fucking always pervert. these fucking yeah. doctors always want the world. Yeah, he got he got me tooed out of Chicago, and now he's like resettling in Maine. Yeah, that's actually right. He definitely is a guy who takes better care of his uh, scalpel than he does his children. Yeah. <laughs> that like, case that, thing, that that scalpel's in, that's where you put f- like fucking war swords. I refuse like, do, to do, believe do. any normal doctor <laughs> no, that's carries a serial around killer. in his suitcase. That's, like, yeah. that's a like, Sweeney Todd Yes, device. it is. Yeah. Or yes, Jack it is. the Ripper. Yes, Who was kind of like the Joker of doctors. <laughs> he was. I mean, I he was the Joker of old England. God damn it! I hundred percent agree. You should put Miko case, uh, Miko Hughes in that case. You should. Yeah, yeah. That's, you that's should. where you should. That's how you keep him safe. Yeah, you put him easier. in a nice plush case. But this was this was also the first time he played a feral animal child because yes. he does the same thing in Wes Craven's New Nightmare, mm-hmm. where most of his dialogue is. <laughs> that's also his dialogue in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yes. right. He's right. also in that. And then he, I think so, yeah. he plays the kid who can crack the puzzles in Mercury Rising. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah, indeed. that was it was uh, in the days uh, before we were using the word autistic. Yes, that's a pre-autistic autistic child. Right. Yes. Anybody ever see the TV show called Babes? <laughs> oh, with um, oh, Wait, the, it's Playboy the, Channel. The no. woman, no, the woman who played the sister in Back to the Future, yes. is one of the titular babes. They're two larger women yes. and they're living in the city, and their wow. entire house is cow themed for some reason. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Their Wait, couch is cow themed. When did this air? Like 1992 on Fox. So like, and Miko Hughes was involved. The title's yeah. got kind of a double meaning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that's okay. where it's like, oh, they're babes in they're the like city, but it's babes. also like right. LOL, right? You know, right. That kind of a thing. I feel like you just slipped into a different dimension where Caroline in the city doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a world I don't want to know, dude. I'll just tell you right now. But as we're saying, there's this, so they, 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 they love their house. Yeah. There's this road where trucks have to go 90 miles an hour. They can't go 40. They can't go 30. This You're talking about babes or pet cemetery? No, <laughs> I am now talking about pet cemetery okay. again. Wait, are you talking about the Joker, dude? <laughs> no, I'm, all right, just checking. Babes was like the Joker of sitcoms. <laughs> No, no one's listening now. Go on. Talk <laughs> about that cemetery. No. Uh, it's like ice road truckers. Are, right. Like there's that level of like do or die intensity in every like 18 wheeler. Yeah, that like goes it's a thing. If house. you get pulled over on this road, the yeah. cop is just like, speed it up. Let's go. <laughs> and it's such a narrow road, so in the middle of nowhere. I want to know where it goes to. This is five feet from someone's front door. Where does this road go to? Like, what is the major trade route? Like, because it's like supposed to be like mid central Maine. Are we going to Canada? Like, is it that you're trying to get to fucking Prince Edward Island? Like, what is going on? (laughs) I don't get it. Why it's they have crazy. to speed through this road? I, I, I do have a theory about that, though. Uh-huh. Uh, much like you, there is a reference to Cujo in this movie. Yeah, that was clever. I do believe that this is probably these are maximum overdrive trucks. Oh uh, shit! Wait. So they're just yeah. controlled by aliens. Yeah, that's but in we that do position. see at least two truckers. How do you explain that, Chris Cadden? I mean, they're just long for the ride, man. Yeah, <laughs> the aliens need some guys to talk to. That that's would be true. pretty cool. I would sign up for that if I don't have to do shit. Yeah. Do Do we think that's supposed to be the same truck at the end? Yeah, I don't, it's all, a lot of red trucks. A lot of right. the trucks are red. Yeah. It might be the same. It might not be. Right. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't checking license plates. <laughs> yeah. But when when he pulled up and opened the door for her, 
I was like, is that where he's adding some extra gas on the flames here? You know? Oh, no, I don't be know. Possible, but then they yeah. don't they don't do anything. I mean, he just no. makes that like, uh, well, thank you for not getting me a ticket. <laughs> yeah, which is usually weird. I hit kids every time I drive. <laughs> You're my good luck charm. <laughs> By the way, sorry about killing your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Click. And there's another boy that dies in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, hit by a truck. That guy no. hit yes, by a truck. Exactly. Right? It's I, a huge problem. You could lob the town could lobby to lower the speed limit. It's yeah. not that big of a Deal. says it from the gecko he's like by the way one thing with this town yeah. <laughs> it's like always gonna get hit by truck <laughs> we uh tried several years ago back in the 60s to uh get that speed limit reduced and uh well the mayor was impeached <laughs> <laughs> they burned him at the stake yeah so... paula page ain't gonna ha- let that happen <laughs> oh man sick paula page reference <laughs> they signed a bill had the the clerk run it over to the courthouse but he Got hit by a truck <laughs> on the way there. Um, his voice is, it's 50% uh, JFK and 50% Jimmy Stewart, right? Yes. I was trying to do the math. Yeah. It's a, that's a comfortable blend. Right. right. But yeah. it's at an octave because he's like six foot nine. Right. Like it's that is just deep. so right. deep. Yeah. Right. If you're trying to make a homemade Fred Gwynn voice, <laughs> yes. yes, that's how you would make it, I believe. A homemade voice. But yeah. I think about the, the trucking. One more thing is that it's it's a Stephen King thing where it's like, you know, he's a guy that's a very prolific writer, and he's he, he's a very much of like a dad kind of horror writer. It's like, yeah. you know, you just you're having dinner with your mm-hmm. kids. Like, that fucking road out there, you know, they, right. every time they come by, they're gonna fucking kill it. Ooh, they're gonna kill a kid. They're gonna kill right. a kid. Well, click, dude, click, that's click, click, no, click, he was inspired to write the book after his daughter's cat was run over by a car. These kids, they're maniacs. These cars yeah. might come to life. Ooh, the cars come to life. Ooh, <laughs> maniac. Oh, <laughs> nice. But it feels like, he, right, he made it like, I mean, this comes after Cujo. Yeah. Right. So he he was inspired by his daughter's cat dying. I mean, this speaks to, like, Stephen King's focus mm-hmm. and his uh, prolificness is that, like, he gets that idea. He sits down. He writes maybe 90 pages and then goes, like, this thing is not going to sustain yeah. an entire book. But rather than give up, he's like, well, let's throw, like, five more crazy things in. <laughs> yeah, totally. The it's kid's like, got to get hit by the car. Mm, I only got 90 pages. Right. Hey, let me see. Right, right. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. He just blows a huge fucking rail and he gets right. back to it. You just feel like he's a guy who never abandoned a premise. Like if it no. started running dry, he just shifts. Mm-hmm. You will, you will make it work. You'll you make will it work. Square yeah. peg, round hole that story <laughs> right. successfully. Could you turn that TV down? <laughs> what if the TV? Okay, now the TV <laughs> is too loud and everyone goes deaf in the town because the TVs are too goddamn loud because no one puts their fucking toys away. <laughs> you know what, dude? You're joking, but I don't know. You look through some of those short stories. I bet you find two loud TVs now. <laughs> Absolutely. But then a, a, a truck goes speeding by his window and he runs out and just, slow down, there are kids here. <laughs> well, that's the other crazy thing is that Stephen King famously, like in the late 90s, got hit by a car. That's right. right. Yeah. Jogging at night, everyone Revenge. was like, right, was he like on sort of speed? Like yeah. there were a bunch of weird circumstances, but that's like 20 plus years after he writes, not yeah. 20 plus maybe, but 15 yeah. years after he writes this and Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, big I think truck just caught up with him. Big, yeah. big truck, like they were, you know big what I mean? Truck. Like they, they, were, they were in a room, a boardroom, and they wanted to get, him, it get rid of him. It feels like he was the protagonist in a Stephen King novel, <laughs> yeah. convinced Andrew, that you... the truck would eventually get him. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, yeah. did you say karma? Oh, yeah. oh well done, ish. You're welcome. <laughs> Pun spotter 3000 just <laughs> activated. <laughs> yeah, so... There's three <laughs> things wrong with this house. A, it's the road that's going to kill you yes, for sure. Right. B, there's this path that nobody knows where it goes. And C, it's Fred Gwynn, 
who is the neighbor that if you and I think this, this, they're Chicago people, they're not New York people, because the way I deal with every neighbor I have mm-hmm. is, oh, cool, man, I'm just gonna, yeah, talk to you. Okay, awesome. Yeah, like, you know that road? It's like, oh yeah, definitely. Go, Pat. I'll talk to you soon. But and this is it's some terrifying shit though, because this dad is like, what's with that path? And he goes, oh, that path. Great story about that path. Uh, tell you some other time, though. Bye. I'd be like, wait, eh, eh, wait a second. <laughs> Where does this go? Yeah. Whose weirdo cabin does this take me to? Sounds like that should cost you a dinner. Maybe I uh, <laughs> come over for, for dinner one time. You tell, I'll tell you about the path. <laughs> one of your flaws of might packs. be haunted. That sounds like lunch. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> At least a couple of six packs, dude, because this dude is drinking throughout this yes. movie. But once you find out there's a pet cemetery on your land, yeah, bulldoze it. Yeah, I don't give a shit either. what main town he's like to go yeah. there and throw corpses. But are you sure that it's his property I, though? I don't know. I mean, either you're way, you're going back in the, the yeah. yeah either way, you're right. doing a cut through through your property. That path is clearly in their yard. Oh, put up those put up barbed wire fences because it yep. turns out Fred Gwynn's dog in 1924 <laughs> died from barbed wire. Yeah. Yikes, dude! That's some... how does how does a dog die from barbed wire unless someone twisted oh gets no. to the dog? I don't know, man. It's like some fucked up where the red fern. Rose shit. <laughs> that dog got cut up by what? The red fern. Really? I don't, like a I don't, I'm not familiar. Is that the a Stephen dog? King film? No, it's no, classic children's yeah. literature. It's and one of those books that teachers recommend to kids, and then kids cry for two days. <laughs> yeah, because you're yeah. like, oh, cool, like he loves his dogs, and then it's the last forty pages is like this dog's intestines fell out because it yeah. got stuck yeah. in a bramble. It's it's kind of the Joker of childhood novels. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> God damn it! But the problem, right? Uh-huh. To Eric's point, Stephen a- King is kind of the Joker of horror writers. Yeah. Yes, I move into this house. Yeah. There's this fucking death road right now. Next to my house, mm-hmm. I am putting up a huge fence, to, yes. at least yes. to keep my kids yeah, away from this thing, and that—that's yeah. like day one shit. But so, they, you're, so you're saying you want to build that wall? Yeah, I would like <laughs> to build. A, to we're happen. gonna keep the trucks out. <laughs> oh no, no, I love truckers. <laughs> Wait come. a minute, I don't know what I love and hate. <laughs> Give me a few days. These pets—they're coming back to life. <laughs> they're coming over the border from Maine. <laughs> All these dogs have to die like dogs. <laughs> something, something Indians. I don't know. <laughs> so these we, parents are the worst parents. Well, they're in fucking history. terrible. Yeah. And I mean, like, also they get help immediately. Like, it's a huge house, but this there's a lot of to Griffin's point. There's a lot of stuff. It's like. I don't know. What if this lady commits suicide? It's right, like, right. Whoa, this right. this woman, this lady- Missy, who we don't even know anything about yeah. except for she's just doing a Fred Quinn impression. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then she's like doing their sheets and laundry. That's and then right. she later well, hangs herself. Because she can't stand the cancer anymore. She's in too much pain. Right. Is that right. What she had a bellyache that she cancer. never looked into right. that turned out to be cancer. This is one of those, I feel like Stephen King, notorious for like, you know, oh man, what a good hook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a good premise. He's feeding on something we all have at the back of our psyche. Right. And this is a movie, I, I have not read the book, but this movie certainly has like 20 different major completely disconnected events. Yes. Can we yep. quickly 100%. talk about the gut? Denise Crosby's, uh, Crosby's, Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. Crosby. Yeah. Her fucking sister mm, and how ridiculous this another is. Another great example. This, it doesn't even belong in this movie. No. She's got a sister. It turns Zelda. out 
Zelda yeah. from back in the day in Chicago who her parents tied up in a bedroom mm-hmm. and refused to let out until she got like crippled and insane. Because she had spinal meningitis, which apparently yeah. turns her into one of the Morlocks from the time machine. <laughs> yes. I was going to say That's Gollum, not- <laughs> but yes. Right. I paused the movie and went, okay, come the fuck on. Let me Google spinal meningitis. Guess yeah. what it looks like? People who are in pain. <laughs> it's not a mutation. It's yeah. a monster. They it's don't weird. look any physically different. She looks like Clackenhead. She's got purple flesh. <laughs> she looks like the librarian from Ghostbusters <laughs> after her face like opens up. And she's writhing and writhing and is stretchy. And there's super like, almost like the exorcist here. Right. And, and I, I mean, I guess the idea is like, oh, that's her like memory of her. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? She like remembers her being freakish, but it's also like she has no facial features. She has no eyebrows. She looks like a Cardassian. And it has <laughs> nothing to do. Well, she just looks Good like Trek, one though. of the yeah. botched alien uh, clones of Amanda Plummer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very, very, there's some yes. Amanda Plummer in there. There's a little but, bit. Yeah. It has nothing to do with this. No. Put that in a different movie. Right. In a cleaner, tighter movie, I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, this is kind of interesting. So what they're trying to set up is that emotionally... This story is about people not being able to cope with death. Right. Sure. In the same way the daughter couldn't process the the concept of death and the father felt compelled to bring the cat back to life. Yeah. In the same way that he felt compelled to bring his son back to life. Yeah. She's got this this albatross around her neck, which is that she's lived with this guilt over this death that she always prayed for as a child. And you but know, then there's no payoff because then she just gets murdered by her zombie son. Yeah. And I can get all of that in a nice tightly written right. monologue right i don't need to see this no i don't need to see this orc <laughs> fucking tied up in this bed no. dude i don't get it uh <laughs> so the dad goes to work the, on his first day this kid gets hit by one of those fucking trucks yeah that's unbelievable and his brains are flying out of his head the entire time and they're running right. him up there to the doctor's office like he's still fine he's all right yeah. To the doctor to look at him. He looks like massive head wound Harry. Like <laughs> yes, he does yes. have that like fully open. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he, once again, this doctor is failing the most basic doctor test of all time, which is can you tell if this thing is alive or dead? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because he goes like, oh, call the ambulance. And I was like, no, call the coroner. <laughs> Wait, dude. too fucking late. <laughs> yeah. But I feel it like... comes back for a second, right? There's like a little scare, like, oh, right. but, it, but it turns out to be Satan or like something a, a, talking a, to a him. A ghost right. thing. Yeah. They're I mean, using him as a vessel, kind of, right. right? Yeah. I feel like at the outskirts of this, this is Ludlow, Maine, I think it is. Okay. Uh, I might mm-hmm. be wrong there. But like I feel like they should have one of those. They have them in factories. It's in like Super Eight and stuff. The uh, zero zero yes. days since accidents. Yes. Except for it's always zero zero days since <laughs> yeah. somebody got fucking killed by a truck. Right. right. <laughs> it's just it's on that main road, man. And they got to get where they're going. They do. They Trucks gotta get... are like the Joker of cars. <laughs> they are. The. They are. No, it's true. I don't even know why you guys are laughing. No, it's, it's, true. It's, it's just Eric's just slinging facts. Dude. True facts stated. Hey, he's like the Joker of jokes over here. <laughs> My face is purple. Uh, I don't know if I, you can't tell. It's absolutely purple. <laughs> the they there is a thing where they want to castrate the cat because the, it's a tom cat who likes to go around and is the Houdini of cats, by the way, because he sleeps with a little girl. Yeah. They, you see Denise Crosby put her daughter to bed. She closes the door and then the cat is outside. I'm like, how is this cat getting out? Yeah, like, magic cat, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a magic cat. Yeah. But there's this weird business where uh, the next morning they're, uh, he's taking the cat out to get, to, uh, get fixed and he's going to go to work. And uh, he's like, she's, the daughter's like, well, the cat's going to be okay, right, Dad? And he's like, well, I don't know. It might happen. Things happen <laughs> under the gas, man. And she's like, what? And the mom is like, promise her he's going to be okay. And yeah. he does. And then he fucking gets right in Denise Crosby's face. He's like, 
if anything happens to that cat, it, it, it happens one out of a thousand times, but you're fucking doing it. I'm like, tense morning. Tense, tense morning. morning. Right. Yeah. Did I also mishear this, but does he not say that he's had the cat since college, that it's like his old cat? Oh, really? Okay. Oh. Yes. I, I should bring up something from the book. Uh-huh. In the book, he is obsessed with the virility of his cat. Right. That's right. I don't, I don't <laughs> quite understand. cat fucks. He took, yeah. he's there, and he's really yeah. into the fact that his, yeah. his cat fucks. Right. Like, he's like, there's some line in it where he's like, oh, the, the zest went out of his eyes. He he doesn't want to fuck anymore, and I'm like, "What? Why? Why? You're your husband? Like, just fucking focus." Because the what? movie kind of makes it seem like she's the only one who cares about the cat, the daughter. Yeah. It's like right. very much her pet. And then mm. he has this one offhand reference to like, "Look, I've had her for a long time, or had him. Obviously, yeah. he fucks uh, <laughs> uh, female cats." Um, Generally, uh, right? Don't want to imply that female you, cats can't fuck. Yeah, the, um, here's my cat, Fritz. Mm. Well, yes. it's, na- it's named after Winston Churchill. Yeah. So it's they nickname it Church, and you know right. Winston Churchill also went that to have fuck, yeah, yeah, that's he, fuck. he fucked that's animals. Yeah. That cat yeah. should have been morbidly obese, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was. It's kind of a big cat. Churchill, kind of the Joker of Parliament. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, really oh, yeah. think that's about what it. they've said. Can yes. we back up for a few seconds? Because yes. Steve Hilarious. You, you want to cram another Joker reference in that? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just curious. We can. Am I the Joker we of something? We certainly can. <laughs> no, I just want to point out that Steve said that the cat was going to be castrated. Well, I mean, not castrated. Right, no, but that's neutered, fucking right? hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, his daughter says that, like, I don't want Church's nuts to be cut. Yeah. Which is great. Nuts cut. I like the combo. Nuts cut. And that's yeah. because of that uh, extra character, Missy, apparently taught the daughter that. Right. right. She talked yeah. about nuts a lot. But this crazy chain of events of him saying, like, the daughter asking, yeah. you know, is anything ever going to happen to the cat? Right. Then he goes, like, well, you know, I had it for a very long time since college. Mm-hmm. Cats get old. You know, things happen. Yeah. And the daughter's like, I don't want to happen. He's like, look, if I had my way, <laughs> yeah. cat would live to be 100. <laughs> It's and then just, she promises that nothing's going to happen to the cat. And then he yells at her. Yeah. Right. Furious. For making a promise she can't keep. Which is stupid, though, because you know how many times my parents lied to me when I was a kid? Like, what are you making a big deal about but this But also, for? he brought up the subject. Right. He was the one who was teasing the like, oh, pretty old. Yeah. He fucks yeah. pretty hard. <laughs> who knows how many fucks he has left in him? I mean, how many cats <laughs> die under anesthesia, by the way? Cats die like, just all chill the time. Out. Chill out. Like, just let's go to yeah. work. Yep. Yeah. Let's just go to work. And just lie to your kid. It doesn't matter. It, it's tackle tackle, to the, tackle the, the dead cat problem when you got a dead cat. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And only then. So <laughs> um, Fred Gwynn uh, is kind of ingratiating himself with the family. He's like, oh, yeah. And the dude go- starts fucking popping in, which I don't yeah. appreciate. Jesus, just fucking that was, opening your front door. That is the scariest part of this movie. Yeah. Across the street, weirdo, pervert neighbor just walks in. No, thank you, Maine. Yeah. A guy that could actually play Herman Munster if he wanted to. That's right. the body type I don't want in my doorway. I uh, auditioned for the role of Herman Munster. Gave it to a much more handsome <laughs> Can you imagine? The movie just yeah. stops dead. Turns to the camera and winks. Uh, it is one of those things, too, where it's like they never try to make the argument that the two of them have become friends. Yes. No, they're just sort of like, well, he we're here. Right, continues accepting this guy's presence in every aspect of his life. I think he keeps coming over because his wife doesn't like warm Budweiser the way that <laughs> Fred Gwynn does. So it's like, well, this dude loves hanging on the porch. And I think there was a thing where it's like, all right, we're going to take you, Fred Gwynn, to our favorite restaurant. He's like, all right, we'll go one for one. I'll take you to the fucking pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> 
These are great lobster rolls, but have you seen a dead dog recently? <laughs> Best pet cemetery in town. <laughs> Aside from like, even if you don't believe that you're in the beginning of a supernatural Stephen King novel, right? Aesthetically unpleasing. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. that's that close to your home, you just yeah. be like, I don't love this location. <laughs> no. On one side, Fury Road. <laughs> On the other side, the creepiest pet cemetery in history. You, you yeah. say that, but whenever he has, you know, he finishes his Budweisers for the night, he takes all the empties and buries them in the pet cemetery. <laughs> oh, and geez. they all get refilled. He hasn't had to pay for a beer in years. But they Only come back one six pack in my life. <laughs> They come back, it's evil beard. They, they come back, like, it's Strohs. Yeah, it's Strohs. <laughs> I put the Budweiser bottles in the ground. They come back, Strohs. I'll I take don't mind. Yeah. Uh, when in full Bud, now it's Bud Light with lime. <laughs> oh, oh. oh this, what, this batch got Clamato in <laughs> Truly the devil's work. That is... <laughs> So they take this field trip to the pet cemetery. It holds a full fucking family excursion. And, you know, he's like, this is where my dog died in the 20s. And over here, there's there's gold. Because the thing is, he's like, by the way, like 80% of these animals were definitely killed by trucks that are right over there. Yep. Yep. Some were barbed wire. The goldfish, maybe, but a truck thing. Maybe you put your your, your goldfish out on the road. (laughs) Now, this was a weird detail, though. I was thinking, uh, while watching this, thinking about the Errol Morris movie Gates of Heaven. Mm -hmm. It's about a pet cemetery kind of situation. Much classier establishment sure. than this this place, but the bird cage that's yeah. hanging and it's like, so are you just bringing the dead bird in the cage and it's like, well, I'm gonna <laughs> plant that right there. Why are people throwing junk in here? Uh, yeah, well, that's it's just the garbage. Thing. Also, that's why the thing. is it misspelled? I kept on waiting yeah. for that to have some main larger... public schooling. Yeah. 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 Is that just a flourish? Is that just Stephen King pulling like an inglorious bastard? And like, <laughs> yes, I think so. It's just like, oh, a child would would spell it that way. Right. It's the innocence of children that bury animals. Yeah, I do like how Denise Crosby's character can't fucking handle it. She's fucking. Yeah. Livid. the girl is like, "Mommy, wow, it says pet cemetery." Well, it's misspelled. But it says Pet Cemetery. <laughs> She's I mean, livid about the spelling error. That's the other crazy thing is in one scene, the daughter is like terrified by the very concept of death. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And yeah. in the next scene, she's the only person jamming out at the pet cemetery. <laughs> she finds it all so amusing. And I think so tr- the- look, it's a fish, Daddy. <laughs> a dead fish. That's the vic- that's a victory for Fred Gwynn, though, because yes. Denise Crosby is pissed off. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 you gotta learn about it sometime. <laughs> and then she's like, Yay! <laughs> Fred- dead dog! But Fred Gwynn also spoils this moment because he's just like, let me creep her out for a second. Hey. You know, cemeteries are where the dead speak. Right? Yeah, he does fucking. And she freaks out. He's like, "Oh no, I didn't mean it that way. I mean by the tombstones." So (laughs) convoluted. You know, the tombstones have words on them, so those are words communicated to other people when they come to the cemetery, and then they read the other words. And every fifth grave, of course, will come to life and kill you. But you know, that's just. But the dead are speaking to you, little girl. What I appreciate, I was thinking about this because it doesn't have it in this movie, but a couple years ago we covered the sequel on the show and I was going back and looking at the uh, IMDb page and they had some frame grabs and I realized in Pet Cemetery 2, much more inclusive, you see a tombstone, definitely a Star of David. Oh, thank oh, goodness. You know, yeah. So we're letting the Jewish pets in now, yes. which is fantastic. Yeah. That I, makes sense. I You're the filter fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well, rare well. Jewish raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like, you know, uh, this, so this kid dies, uh, under the doctor's care. He, and he tells him like, I'm going to come to you later. And there's this weird scene where he, he's having a dream 
and he yeah, wakes a totally normal thing for someone to say right before they die uh, by the way i'll see you in about two and a half days <laughs> it's like it's i'll see you great soon last word coupled yeah. with like the soil is what bad the fuck is it's the like line? the soil is like the soil is sour the ground is sour you, yeah. you you cannot go past or something like that right yeah, it's like soil right. is the the me, the stonier stonier <laughs> in <laughs> your yeah it's some ridiculous by line. Way, fred Gwynn also has a line when they're at the pet cemetery it's like ah this land's no good only for corpses Enjoy how is, how is any land only good for corpses? Yeah, and uh, also, what yeah. land is bad for corpses? <laughs> yes, exactly. The beach. The beach. <laughs> oh, I, f- I found it. It's the soil of a man's heart is stonier. Oh, wow. What the fuck does that even mean? But also, the only thing he really freaks out about is, how did that guy know my name? <laughs> oh, that's right, because he says not, stonier, Lewis. Right, not the insane shit he said or the fact that he <laughs> promised to see him again soon. And by the way, this guy is sleeping like a baby when this goes. Like I would yeah. not sleep for weeks. Yes. By the way, this scene, a uh, little trivia here, Oh, had to be filmed twice because the first time they filmed it, they, the char- and this is how it's written in the book, the character is only in his underwear and they found it too sexy. They were like, "It's not scary wow. enough. This guy's too sexy." The jogger? Oh no, no. The, the, the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the dream sequence. The dad right. is sleeping. Okay. No, the dad is sleeping, and he's in his underwear, and they're like, "This is way too sexy." They, Whoa. Oh, we was just like tidy whitey, like yeah. accidentally hanging brain. Exactly. Think, like, <laughs> is that a rock and bar? <laughs> yeah. The, does that happen to you, Griffin? Do they, do they have to restuff All the shoot time. stuff on the table? All yeah, the time. They've yeah. had to do a lot of CGI correction. Yeah, that's because when right. people watch the show, sometimes when my friends watch the show, they go, "Oh, it's kind of embarrassing that you have no bulge in a superhero costume." Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like negative space. And I have to tell them, like, no, they actually spent millions of dollars making it look like that. Don't believe that that's a practical effect. That's why season two took so long to come so out. So expensive. Because I, <laughs> I got a killer hog. <laughs> I like the idea of, like, the producers sitting down smoking cigars, like, oh, this scene is... Well, now I'm hard. Great. Now I'm hard. Awesome. This there guy's was... got a huge dick, and now I'm hard. Refilm it. Well, one of the posters for season one uh, was the tick and I, like, from behind. Right, uh, yeah. Um, and I, my, they gave me the tightest ass in the world. And I have no butt. Sure. I mean, all jokes aside, because I do obviously have a killer hog. Yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, no butt. And this was this photo was taken without like zero clench request or anything. But none like, of that. Can a no butt be tight? I mean, I, I'll say this: I got a loose no butt. <laughs> okay. Right. And my stunt double on season one had a great tuckus. Sure. <laughs> and when I would be watching him do the stunts, I'd be like, God, I wish I filled out my suit that way. You know. And this suit was made for me, and he fills it out better. So I warned my friends, like, Hey, the way to tell whether or not stunt I test. did the stunt is to look at the tuchus and see if it's looking oh, look great. at tight. So then the photo comes up for the poster, <laughs> and my friends go, oh, so what, you had your stunt double do the poster <laughs> shoot? And I said, no, I remember doing that. I know that's Did me. Did they inject you at all? Who inject fucking said in like the marketing department, like, we gotta hire someone oh, to tighten man. up this butt? So you think it's like Photoshop? Someone spent... Work and energy photoshopping my butt. I have the raw image from set. I compared it. Hollywood is disgusting. You've got this pegboard at home, this red string all over the place. Definition. Yeah, for sure. Flat as a pancake. Mm -hmm. There's the backside. It's a little saggy, even if anything. Sure. I can't fill it out. And then this poster is just two beautiful honey baked hands with real like shadowing, contouring. 
I was oh. like, someone who like, you know, I, I want to, I'm a visual artist. I'm a graphic <laughs> designer. I want to make art. I want to design posters. <laughs> hey, hey, Himmelberg, <laughs> you're on the butt this week. But oh, I, th- I drew butt patrol. <laughs> yeah. Great. Somebody loved this butt. Like you look at it, yeah. and you know somebody I mean, really took some time. It looks time. like they were like doing the like Scarlett Johansson on the Avengers, like the full <laughs> treatment on me. Or they just did like Lost in Translation, were able to fill that yes. out and <laughs> turn it around. Do you find it flattering at all? Like it's like someone really focused on your ass and was trying to accentuate it and get the viewers drooling. I mean, that's the positive takeaway. My takeaway is my butt was that bad that they <laughs> need to overcompensate that much Some- on a show we're not selling on sex appeal at all. Well, Someone from another department was fired so they could pay. <laughs> To do that, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, well, the the butts the butts bad. It's so uh, Amazon stock went down <laughs> the day that they got the raw photos. Right. So Our, this, wait, so this ghost, yeah, yeah, takes this dude, sure, to the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, so Steve, you were right. The second take of this, he's wearing his scrubs. Yes. If there's anything you shouldn't get in bed with at the end of the day, it's the scrubs that you've been wearing at the medical college. Which right. uh, also it's covered with blood. Yeah. Calm, exactly. Who the hell knows? Right. But. It's the same thing you buried this other guy in, for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, Victor Pascal is that guy's name. Yes, Pascal. Pascal. Right. Because the yeah, right. yeah, they think important. it's Pax Cow. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. a Stephen Kingy, like, oh, what's you know what I mean, red rum, like, right. what's the word mean, kind of nonsense. Totally, which also uh, shockingly comes to nothing. Oh, weird, movie, really. yeah, weird. It's, uh, it's totally shocking. So yeah, he 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 kind of gives him all these warnings, like, but not like clear warnings. Like the warning you want to do is like, look, this old this your neighbor sucks. First yeah. and foremost, <laughs> don't listen to anything that old fuck says. You know, go go over watch the Celtic games, whatever you guys want to do. But when he's like bury something in the pet cemetery, it's gonna come back evil. It's not gonna be worth it, and just don't do it. But it's like all this elliptical horse shit about the ground and the soil oh, and the whatever. Beyond that, there is one suggestion he needs to give him, which is build a fucking fence <laughs> yep. stat. Yeah, yes. totally. He's warning him about things seven or eight incidents down the line. Yeah. Right. You the could just thing, solve it. Right. Just a quick piece yeah. of ghost advice. Hey, build a fence. Quick advice. Your son and cat will both get hit by trucks <laughs> if you don't watch well, them. Oh, no, you can't do that. I like looking at you and your family. <laughs> say, then he'd have to ignore his grudge with the local fence maker. Oh, yeah, right. She clearly right. has been yes. saucing for a right. long time. Yes. <laughs> um, also weird too. I mean, he says like, "Oh, and don't go over there." They like go. There's a shot of the bramble, and it's like glowing blue. Like, yeah. wah, sure. Wah, you know, I mean, classic. Right. The ghost side, tells him not to go there, right? Yes, yes. The ghost on their little ghost field trip back right. to the. And then cemetery. he goes back home and goes to sleep, thinking it's a dream. And he wakes up, and his feet are dirty. And he takes his sheets and puts it down a laundry chute. Right, so cancer lady can deal with it. That's right. her problem now. <laughs> but this guy's like a millionaire with having a laundry chute. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just insane. an old house. Well, still. What? No, he's got a lady. It's Rockefeller. It impressed me. <laughs> Jeff Bezos just got a laundry shoe. <laughs> just today. I love Eric watching these movies like, wow, a slat. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos just burns all of his clothes after he wears <laughs> it once. That's also possible. And Running water? Wow. <laughs> That's the most disgusting part of this movie, though, is when he flips over the sheets, much like the first yeah. Godfather movie. <laughs> and it's just these disgusting, muddy feet in his yeah. bed. I was like, no! <laughs> It's awful. It's so disgusting. And how did Denise Crosby wake up with that and not yeah, be like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me that he crawled into bed once she was already asleep? Yeah. Yeah. With the dirtiest feet known to man, <laughs> and she didn't feel something in the bed? These I are think- Encino Man feet is what we're talking about. You're Encino absolutely right. Yeah. 
but I think it sort of speaks to a thing because we had it with they had that little you know snap uh, with the cat you know mm-hmm. explaining mm-hmm. you know the death thing or whatever. I think this is a classic Stephen King troubled marriage mm, family. Yeah. Oh, I can confirm that. In the book, they have a real drag them out about that oh, really? scene. It goes on for like five pages. Wow. The stuff the with horror. the father-in-law feels like it comes out of nowhere. Holy oh. The next day, there's clearly backstory missing to yes. why the dad hates. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, that's because <laughs> he's against tying up a fucking daughter in in, a, in a bedroom yeah. and letting her die. Yeah. Right. But they go to th- it's Thanksgiving. Denise Crosby's like, "Well, I'll see you. Well, you. You know the rules with Thanksgiving. You can't come. You have to stay here. We take well, a I- small commuter plane. <laughs> <laughs> we take it to." Chicago, you stay here because yeah. of whatever is going on in this family. Chris, do you know what's going on in this family? What is here was what my, is the deal? Well, because here was my suspicion. Because there's after their little fight, they have that whole thing where she's like talking about how you know she gets scared when there's like conflict or whatever, and the conflict is about oh, it's 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 not after the fight. The daughter is like, what happens when people die? Yeah, sure. And he's like, ah, oh, some people believe you you know go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Some people believe you come back as a little kid. Some people believe you just like snap out or whatever. And, and she's like, well, wh- you know, is that what you believe? And he's like, I don't know. He kind of basically says that he's an atheist. Yeah. And she overhears it and she's like, oh, I heard you talking to our daughter about uh, not believing in whatever. And she has sort of, you know, she mentions like religious mm-hmm. something, something. I was suspecting it was a thing where they hate him because he's an atheist. I can, uh, he, it's less that in the book, at uh-huh. least. It's more, he's just a total piece of shit. Oh, okay. uh, like he's in but the, the beginning. father in law is a piece of shit, too. Well, yeah, in, yeah but in the, well, I will say in the book, they don't actually get into what happened between the father in law and him. I need at a little all. bit of that. But, I need but, a but little do they, bit. Do they get into the fucking sister being chained to a bed? <laughs> yes, they do. That's an extended fucking point. That's like of a chapter. I'm, so, I'm not going to be friends with a dude who did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care if I married the and daughter. He's talking about it he's just like flim flamming talking about it i can't deal with that but it seems like she spills the beans about this like for the first time that night Mm -hmm. she's like oh i'm so sorry this happened to you and i'm like all right you got two kids you're married that's got to come up sooner. That's yeah. a real problem. Well, it's it's the the death of the the servant there. She kills herself. She hangs right. herself. It's a, it's a fun hanging. It's, it's a classic. It's, it's a, a good looking hang. It's classic a clean hang. hang. It's a yeah. clean it's fun my hang. My favorite hang of all time. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the, the Moses like suicide attempt with the no funeral taped <laughs> yeah. to him, and yeah. he's gonna hang himself. Classic. Yeah, she pins her note to herself, which is a little yes. undignified. I would leave it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you put it somewhere else so they don't have to find the body in order to read the note. You may <laughs> yeah. put it on the front door. That's the a front good door move. is good. Because I think the thing is like, well, I want them to find it. You right. know, yeah, you don't yeah. want to put it in a drawer or something. Because no, like I'm not cleaning the house before I hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do their fucking laundry. You want me to clean my own house too? Yeah, I'd be drinking milk out of the carton before that happened, throwing it somewhere. <laughs> it is weird when, when Denise Crosby goes into the whole speech. It's sort of this tone of like I'm sorry it's just um, I have a secret uh, <laughs> I don't like death <laughs> like the point of the sister story is to explain like it's the Phoebe yeah. Kate's Christmas monologue yes. <laughs> like here's why I don't like this thing that everyone else likes it's like no one likes death like, what are you talking about they uh, stuffed my sick sister in a chimney uh, and she died you say ever that- since then I never celebrate <laughs> death and everyone was like woo death awesome 
funeral tomorrow. See you there. I you seem s- sad at that funeral today. <laughs> Do you have some secret past tragedy I don't know about? What, uh, well, there is one person who really does love death, and that is the Joker. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. The Shit, only guy. man twisted enough to laugh at a funeral. <laughs> I uh, really love the house in this flashback when she's telling this sister story. Oh, sure. It's a running theme throughout the film, but weirdo, creepy paintings on the wall. Oh, sure. Not really looking like family members. No. 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 It's kind of awesome. I also love this sequence where she's just like, and then I screamed and screamed, Zelda's dead, Zelda's dead, until the fat, weird neighbors came over (laughs) and looked at it. Also, pick up a phone. I mean, it's it's a nineteen sixty something. Maybe nine hundred one doesn't exist. Yeah. But you can be like, "Hello, operator, collect me to the collect me to the police." Like something. Yeah, connect me to the death department. <laughs> exactly of this town. <laughs> uh, but I love the dad here. He he has this thing. He gives her a big hug. He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Your your family's terrible." By the way, remember when I said your family's terrible? I was right. Also, <laughs> you need a Valium. And she's like, I don't take Valium. I was like, yeah. you do tonight. I'm like, yeah. wait, what is going on? Yep, let me go to my roofing? fun cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like if she's in a leather no- case, like a scalpel. <laughs> also, why do you have Valium? I don't take Valium. Do you every night? Yo, yeah, every. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm loaded right now. That would explain his performance. <laughs> so she she takes the kids for Thanksgiving because of whatever this unspeakable horror is. Right. He's got the weekend to himself. And the cat dies like immediately. And you had one job. Yes. One job. Don't kill the cat. One job. That's it. The yeah. cat's also neutered. Keep the. I know how to close a door. I have two cats. I close a fucking door yeah. every time. I nice. Leave the house. That's it. You know. That's you, the trick. Maybe it's an indoor cat now. Okay. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, why are you letting it wander outside when you know that there's death everywhere uh, around neutered. this house? He's got nowhere to go now. <laughs> yeah, why totally. is he going to go to a bar? He has nothing to gain. <laughs> you totally chopped that dude's social calendar. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Cut his nuts. Yeah, he's <laughs> just staying home watching Ellen done yeah. today. Quick thing, by the way, about just uh, one final thing on this woman hilariously hanging herself. Oh, sure, please. Because uh, we got to mention... We cut to her funeral. Stephen King is the oh, minister. Yes. Oh, my God. And this is the saddest Looking shit beautiful, ever. by the way. Looks yeah. Oh, he looks great. He looks, looks great. like That's the so Joker of ministers. Nice. I mean. <laughs> well, he kind of actually looks like Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. These he has, fucking glasses. The glasses. Very Jim Jones haircut right yeah, about here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Totally. This dude has definitely got a cult. But what was weird was Fred Gwynn and the dad yeah. front row at this funeral. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, what are we talking seats about? Seats of honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we were tailgating it before the funeral. <laughs> Well, I like the idea that the, the, her mother is behind Fred Gwynn's like, could you move your head? Sorry, I was here first. Should've Probably should have up earlier. <laughs> Just like, I got fucking Herman Munster sitting in front of me at a fun- my daughter's funeral. Can I tell you my thought I kept having during every Fred Gwynn scene in this movie? Because yeah. his performance is great. His voice is great. But he's one of those guys where you just go like, how was that? A face, right. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And I was like, "Who else is like that?" Ron Perlman. Like every mm-hmm. time I see Ron Perlman in a movie, mm-hmm. I go like, "How is that a face?" Yeah, There's Ron like, Perlman, the entire cast of Cheers. <laughs> right, I mean, right. Yeah. Every time I look in the mirror, <laughs> so my my thought the whole time was imagining the '60s black and white sitcom version of Hellboy starring <laughs> Fred Gwynn. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so good. Right? right? Yeah. Totally watch that. Mm-hmm. Oh look, get, like, it's a little fish person. <laughs> What's your deal, buddy? You get like a, 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 a oh god, you get um 
Nothing. I've got nothing. Yeah. Well, nothing. Got. That's fine. When yeah. creatures go bump in the night, <laughs> we bump back. <laughs> oh. See, I could not think of a single fucking line. Oh, yeah. Rasputin's yeah. here. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Right, in we're, we're in the second season of the show. Now we got to fight elves for some reason. <laughs> they live under the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, uh, it's one of those there golden armies. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Gwynn also mentions at this funeral, he's like, ah, sad to see Missy go. Had a a lot of time left in her, I thought. I was like, (laughs) She also had a lot of cancer in her. (laughs) Stupid God. Now I gotta clean my own goddamn sheets. All right, sorry, Missy. Goodbye. Lost the town launderer. (laughs) Kind of a dick move on her part. Actually, the funeral part would have made more sense. In the book, Missy doesn't, she doesn't exist. Oh, okay. She has a wife. That makes sense. And she has cancer. And, that, and she's the, doing the laundry. And well, she's doing the laundry. <laughs> oh, right. weird. I, at this point in the film, thought to myself, did I miss something? Was this character yeah. Fred Gwynn's wife? Because right. it feels weird that we'd spend this much time on someone. There is no reason to change that from the book. No. Yeah. I don't understand no. that. And Stephen King wrote this screenplay. Yeah. So what are you doing? So uh, the, the cat dies immediately. Yes. And like... Fred Gwynn's like talked to this little girl once or twice, and you know that they're, they're buddies. They're, they're they're like work friends, kind of. You may yeah, say friends. she's uh, my best friend. <laughs> I, I mooch off your dad for beer. Right. You mooch off your, your dad for life. daughter home. I <laughs> want to just talk. I'm her best friend. <laughs> the thing they don't explain in the movie is that uh, he's also her preschool teacher. Right. Oh, sure. They cut out all the scenes of him going. Uh, now we're gonna learn our ABC. Ah, <laughs> oh, this here is green. You might need to know this if you're ever pulled over by Highway Patrol. <laughs> Let's do it backwards. Ellie, please lead the class. Your friend Gwen's getting a little walk in it. Yeah. I, I don't have one. I'm just doing the best I got. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Ellie is going to be so up. And look, the dad is like, oh, well, I'll, this is how she's going to learn about that. Like, oh, no, but Ellie can't take it. And I'm like, what? It's none of your business. This is my also, c- you're the one who started telling her that the, all the pets talk yes, in the cemetery. Yes, and you 72 also, hours ago, you took her on a field trip to a cemetery. Mr. You, Spooky. You told the parents, kids got to learn sometime. Right. Yeah, no. Well, but no, this is no good time. <laughs> Why now? Oh, on think- Thanksgiving Eve. On, <laughs> on, oh, no. Ellie will be so devastated. I think it's a thing where he has now had a chance to evaluate her. Right. Uh, she flunked the pet cemetery. Field oh, trip. I see. No, no, no. She's not ready for that yet. Your kid's a little bit of a loser. Yeah, she didn't get the blue rose. (laughs) She's going to have to take remedial grief. And this guy guy is so like, you know what? This is the time. And this is exactly when you go, okay, man. He's like, when when somebody tells me how to bury my cat, it's like, all right, dude, I'm going to get it. Yeah, it's getting cold out here. What time is it? Frazier's on. Whatever. (laughs) You go in. But he's like, no, no, no. I've got this other thing we're going to do. We're going to go much farther out. And we go out into the deep evil pet cemetery right oh, right. They, yeah they cross the bramble bridge or whatever another and- example of like why aren't they the same cemetery <laughs> yes. yes why do we need why? this other thing yeah. oh and uh, going with the other th- of like i don't see- want to be buried in a pet cemetery not that one but the one <laughs> for the back <laughs> no keep going to the pet Cemetery. I don't want to be buried in an Indian burial ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this movie's not really about the pet cemetery. No. no. Oh, did you take a left? You want to take a right? And so on. And so forth. But when they cross the brambles yeah. and like Fred Gwynn's like, shh. Oh, no. 
That was a ghost quake. <laughs> like, like there's like an energy force going no, on, and yeah, it's just like it's a ghost earthquake. No, no, That's the, all I could think of. This is when he's talking about the loon, right? And yeah, he's like, yeah, it's a loon. Yeah. Did you read the trivia about this? Yes. And it's in the book, too. There's a Wendigo loose in the woods. Yes. Whatever. What? So not in the movie. It's a Wendigo. You cut out a whole monster Hashtag from this Hashtag not in the and, movie. But, right. you, for, but you hear for a growling. New, for new listeners, what is a Wendigo? It's and like an, when it's I say a, new listeners, I mean me. It's, <laughs> a, it's sort a, of like a snow Bigfoot, but not quite a. Isn't that a Yeti? Snowman. He's Yeti adjacent. It's like a Native American Yeti-ish yeah, yeah. cousin, and it or eats something. human flesh. I is just keep right? on thinking sure. of the X Men villain right, Wendigo right. that is a white That's beast. That's I'm running type, in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's kind of the white Sasquatch. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. They would always repaint the Sasquatch action figures to make the Wendigo. What about the white Sasquatches? All right, the Browns. They're taking the job. <laughs> They're taking the mo- monster money. Monster money. <laughs> monster, yes, the monster mo- money. We're gonna we're gonna tax relief for monster money. Okay. <laughs> there were bad Wendigos on both sides. <laughs> it is. I feel like no one's discussing the fact that Trump just passed a massive tax cut to the Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer about uh, looking after the 1%. He's about looking after we're, literal fucking monsters. Yeah, well, we're going to open the Trump Hotel and Casino in Transylvania. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I did the mesh. <laughs> I did the monster mesh. And now Drax's part of the band. <laughs> we're all having a Drac- good time. <laughs> That's a lyric in that goddamn song. I that know. Dracula was a holdout during the monster mash until the end of the song. Oh, totally I see. Right. Yeah, and now a real wallflower. Drag's part of the band. Thank you, Jared, for talking to Drag. <laughs> he first succeeded in the Middle East, and then he got Dracula to join the monster mash. Oh, there's nothing this boy can't do. Folks, Nosferatu. Don't we love him, folks? <laughs> Don't we love Nosferatu? He's such a good friend. <laughs> So he takes him on this, like, th- uh, not to be 260 television, a three-hour tour of this fucking Penn Cemetery. <laughs> this is horseshit, by the way. There's no way this nine-foot ogre of an old man with <laughs> yeah. a, a currently breaking skeleton is getting... They're climbing mountains in this yeah. This guy was saying he was hanging out in 1924. <laughs> He's not doing this. That's the no. other crazy thing is that it's not like, oh, this is my Pet cemetery in my backyard. I'm the keeper of this. <laughs> right. It's like, apparently, it's part of the narrative of this whole town that they know that there's this yeah. Everybody's in on it. Yeah, but no one else talks about it. It's like he acts like he's the mayor of Spooky Town. We also don't meet <laughs> anyone. No, you don't meet anyone we, else in the town. I, no. I need like the general store keeper right. or something. Sure, yeah, definitely. That's another thing well, the where the sequel... person we meet kills herself because of some <laughs> oblique stomach cancer that yeah. no one could understand. That's another plus to the sequel too. Is there's more like Anthony Edwards is meeting more people sure, in the community right. and shit. There's more characters in it. But, but he has also, like fun classic horror movie trope of like the whole town is like hiding. Yes. A secret. Yeah, you want yeah, that yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Everybody's in on it, exactly. Right, even if Fred Gwynn's the face man, it's weird <laughs> that it's like he's acting like he's the only one who knows about the time a soldier came back to life Yes, and walked the streets. <laughs> this was great. What was his name? Oh, I don't know. Billy something. Tommy, we'll Tommy Baderman? Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. We'll but he, he gets him there. Timmy he's, Baderman. He's Timmy like, all right, uh, I'm going to stand over here, have a smoke. You go bury that cat. It's yeah. like, it's it's such a good dick move of like, I, we're right here. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? You're going to bury a cat. But he makes well, like, like, I, <laughs> I got you there. I got you. I took you all the way. Now get digging. <laughs> he makes it sound like it's like, oh, mystical forces and all. You have to do it yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but also, I kind of want to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of hard to dig when you smoke it. Get the shakes, need a nicotine fix. How does this character not end up being the villain cuz you go if he's actually pure of heart, 
What reason does he have to suggest yeah. that they bring the cat also, back to life? He knows how yes, slippery a slope it is. He brought his dog back, Spot, who was apparently not like the dog I knew. It was right. a violent maniac dog. <laughs> Why are you trying to bring this cat back He's at like all? He's the plus keeper you, of the secret. Yes, yes, and plus you know about Timmy Baderman, who came back from the war, was buried up yeah. there, and was a fucking zombie that ate people. Oh, <laughs> Ellie can't handle this. Ellie needs a violent monster cat that's a husk of her own cat in <laughs> Instead of dealing with death, which ha- comes for us all. No, no. Get her a husk of her yeah. own dead cat. There's uh, weird selective coddling of yes. Ellie. Yeah. Oh, I'll make that girl grow up real fast. <laughs> Here's a life lesson, sweetheart. Zombie cat. <laughs> so it does turn out to be a zombie cat. The yeah. cat looks okay. Smells like shit. Yeah. Um, Second best performance in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat's really good. In yeah. This. Yeah. Absolutely. A plus cat. Um, uh, this is when we get the bath where the cat throws the fucking dead rat. IMDb had the gall. The IMDb Tribune, <laughs> oh, which is the, yes. the, 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 the America's most trusted news mm-hmm. source, uh, had the gall to be like, by the way, did you know that's a fake rat? Like, oh, fucking <laughs> really? Wow. Uh, do you love this trivia, Griffin? Do you ever read IMDb trivia? Oh, not Marvel, at, Marvel at it? Have, it you, have you noticed the, in, the influx of opinion in the trivia section? Yes. I'm getting a little upset about it. Yes. They need regulation there big time. Just they should well, need they just IMDb needs to and every movie just do like an op-ed section. Well, what were you expecting? They just hired Brett Stevens. What else are they going to do with it? No, I'm like a big IMDb trivia fan. The one that's my favorite is I don't know if it's still up there, um, but it was for Batman Forever. It's a movie. <laughs> the true fact was uh, the name Doctor Chase Meridian is a subtle nod to the fact that she's chasing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Might as well say it was a nod to Chase Bank. Right. <laughs> my, my favorite IMDb trivia was for the new Power Rangers movie where our fans wrote in that in the sequel to it, Gallagher was going to play the Green Ranger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, right. That just, that just shows you. Because it was a reference to our show. I loved it. The inmates are running the asylum. That's yes. it. Nobody, yeah, so nobody's watching up. the store. No. Nobody, because somebody, uh, they're like, oh, uh, it was something, something about this movie, like, Oh, um, because they wanted to film it in Maine, which, as we know, is a good decision. Don't tell me what's a good decision. Yeah, exactly. Just tell me the fact, and yep. I'll, I'll decide. Yeah. I, I, 10 years ago, if not longer, submitted to IMDb uh, 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 for the trivia page of an actor friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she considers uh, Griffin Newman... <laughs> Uh, to be the greatest of her peers. <laughs> and then in quotes, you know, she has been uh, caught on the record saying, he really is the best actor of my, or for that matter, really any generation. <laughs> and it has been up there for a decade. Uh, That's amazing. <laughs> With no attribution. I was just like, well, will they accept anything? The I'll, question is how many people found that helpful? I think two or three. My you parents got, were very proud. Olympia Dukakis. As you got Olympia that. Dukakis. <laughs> it says that on her. <laughs> Great Fred Gwynn thing. So they're like having an after burial beer, which I oh, feel sure. is yeah, you're gonna have Or to 12, have. 12. Right, right. right. And right. the guy, like this dude, Lewis, he has to, he has to just get it out there. It's been on his mind. He's like, hey, man, they ever bury a person up there? Fred Gwynn goes bowling with yeah. these beer yes. bottles and goes fucking hilarious line. Uh, Christ on his throne. No. <laughs> Christ on his throne isn't it? Isn't it like that's like against everything Christ was about? He right? Was a, he was a chairmaker, <laughs> right. a simple it's, carpenter, it's the shitty chair. Yeah, that's Choose not a throne. Sh- that's a stool. <laughs> the other thing is, I feel like so much time uh, on an actual set is spent 
trying to figure out how to make movements like that look unforced. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, well, we know the director wants him to knock all the beer over. How do you do that in a way where it feels like natural? But he literally just, he goes, you ever bury a kid? And it's full <laughs> arm swipe. It's ridiculous. He like pushes the beers away from him. I think the move has to be the director shouldn't want him to knock the beer bottles over because nobody would do well, that. Then he because just, then well, he catches them like he's worried. Oh, what did I do? Oh, my beer. Oh, right. my beer. Yeah, all the empty bottles. Well, yeah, he's got to get them back out to the cemetery. They can't, they can't break. He's got to bury them later. They cannot break. But you think about Christ on his throne and it yeah. startles you because that's a weird image. Yes. But then you're like, oh shit, he might be watching. I don't want to <laughs> knock over all this shit. But yeah. also, you know wasteful. what? You know who started this line of thinking? You, Fred yeah. Gwynn, by taking me out of the fucking pet cemetery. That's Absolutely. why it feels like the whole movie you're waiting for his explanation of his master plan. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Why yeah. he wanted this all to happen. I knew there would be a new family that moved in here, right. and I would do... Bah, 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 bah. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think they moved out? And then before them... <laughs> the first time the father goes into his house, he's just got these marks, like the marks <laughs> yes. all over things, like yeah. all the families he's taken down over the years. Yeah, like the side of a fighter jet <laughs> yeah. where you're Marking off all your fucking victims. Right. So, uh, yeah. This is where he takes that bath. He takes the bath. The cat comes back. The cat's evil. It smells like shit. Uh, the girl comes back and she's. The girl is pseudo psychic. She keeps having nightmares yeah. about what's going on in the movie. Another never... classic Stephen King thing where well, it's like everybody's almost kind of psychic. Isn't the right. ghost boy also visiting her for no in, under, in un, understandable though, reason? She says yeah. it's only in her nightmares, yeah. but then the mother and the father see the ghost. Right. We never right. get a scene yeah. of her seeing it. But when you're a right. child and you see a ghost, which is an average thing that yeah. happens, sure. you think it's a nightmare, but, but it's she, an actual but ghost. She literally, right. I mean, she's always saying it's like, I woke up. Yeah. And in yeah. the dream, I saw this happen. And right. also this ghost was there and was like, hey, nice to meet you. And she dictates <laughs> the whole thing. She calls and she's like, I had a dream that the cat got hit by right. a car. And then you and that fucking old creep buried it in the pet cemetery. And the dude's like, ah, <laughs> right. that didn't happen. <laughs> Never happened. That's the problem. Though. You can't even go like, oh, the parents are like, you know, writing it off. Or the girl is seeing a ghost and assuming it's a dream. Right. Because she's like. In her dreams, seeing what's going to play out in the next six hours, and the ghost is kind of just like crypt keepering, like hosting, like he's doing the framing device I for the think, dreams. Yes, I think he's just playing a tape yeah. of the movie now. Right. Here's but, what happens in the next scene. But again, yeah, it's not to any moral. Pretty chilling, no, huh? not to a moral effect, not to a warning effect. It's like it's going to get really creepy. There's no next reason time. why she has these powers. No, nope. we just yeah. have the seventh see... craziest thing in the film. <laughs> we just have to see kids freak out in this movie, and it's annoying. And you also go, if the ghost can invade dreams, then why is he ever showing up at like an airport? Why right? is he in any of this? Any of this. Like, unless he's trying to get himself buried in the pet cemetery. I don't understand. Oh, that's what it was. This oh, random jogger. But then he's saying, like, don't do anything. Right. Yeah. In relation to He's just to like a cemetery. good Samaritan that died. And right. And like, but before I get into heaven, I have to tell this guy, yeah. like, don't fuck up. I have to oh, wait, he my... fucked up. Also, can I see my family? Do I have to hang out with my doctor who actually killed me's family this yeah. entire time? Also, can I put a hat on or something? I feel like <laughs> yeah, I'm just totally. bleeding out here. Or Ghost pants. Blood. Just some pants. Yeah. That yeah, I mean, the these, thighs are exposed. joggers. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Eternity in that. Yeah. That stinks. Well, Griffin, I think the master plan for Fred Gwynn is that he befriends this guy and he gets him to bury him in the pet cemetery. And what is more evil and unable to defeat than a zombie Fred Gwynn. Right. I mean, oh, you're essentially, I mean, you're talking Munster's prequel. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's how he starts. Right. And yeah. then, and then, oh, in the sequel, him and Clancy Brown just go at it. Oh, that's oh, nice. Wait, how yeah, about dude. instead of Lewis Creed, this guy's actual 
paternal name was Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> right? And then he builds Fred Gwynn again. The more that I think about how much Herman Munster is like an iconic television yeah. character, how does this movie not take the score for a little walk and it's like, da, 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 like just a brief, a nice little, uh, how about a, a little wink? Ra- Ramon's yeah. cover of the Munster. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is kind of a weird choice for like a pretty po-faced horror movie two decades later yeah. to be like, we're going to cast the funniest monster <laughs> there ever was. The funniest, nicest monster. Right. Um, oh, speaking of, uh, yeah, so speaking of the Ramones, it, this movie takes way too long to get to what this movie is. So we're having a picnic. Mm-hmm. And we have this fucking old man who, I think he insisted. I think it was a thing we're having a picnic. Like, oh, it looks like there might be a picnic over there. Wow. Oh, picnic, huh? I'll bring a couple of forks. How about we have it right here next to the Autobahn? <laughs> exactly. We're 10 feet from the yeah. road. We're having this picnic. We're flying a kite. And it's cutting back and forth between, like, Great family times on the mm. ranch, yeah. and this trucker listening to the Ramones going 117 miles an hour <laughs> down the road, and it's like, all right, here's where it's going. They had like a close call with the kid before, so we know yeah. this kid's attracted to gravel. Sure, what he's is, coming after wait, that road. This hard. kid's got a death wish. This kid was going to die anyway. Who cares? Right, <laughs> right after that first one, they should have gotten one of those electrical collars they put on dogs. Oh, oh yeah, and just dude. put it on the baby. He's a runner. <laughs> or like we ever see these like child leashes? Oh, like yeah. I don't agree with it, but maybe some need it. Or maybe a series of sticks that you could put on the <laughs> perimeter of a property. Or, or, or connected maybe by a cage. <laughs> oh, but the cat's already died at this point. Yes. Yeah. There is so much yard to spare. Yeah. And yeah. he sends his little three-year-old son off with the kite, watches him continue walking in that trajectory, turns back around. Oh, sure. Full 180. This is a diaper baby. Yep. You gotta pay attention to this shit. You already know the danger of these, the you know, the blood boys. You right. know? <laughs> you got a Morton Joe. <laughs> Constantly doing like 300 miles per hour. <laughs> and, got, and oh, I'm going to give him a kite, a wind propelled device that is going to steer him right. exactly towards that road. Right. He acts like he doesn't know that death exists, <laughs> that no one's told him about it. Uh, and so, they only clock it when the kid's yeah. like two steps away. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. And man, this pathetic father, he's running after, he stumbles like right yeah. before it. Oh, man. He trips and the kid gets creamed. <laughs> and I mean, there's some great. This guy uh, hits the brakes so that like it, the kid really gets creamed. It's right. just like being crushed. And, <laughs> spoiler for the third act. If you want to uh, uh, mute this for a second, he comes back. This kid should be kid chili. Like I there's no know. way there is like a back. tiny scar. I was like, this yeah. is the greatest mortician that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah, there is no, it's a yeah. pile of goo. Right. How do you how do you turn a Jackson Pollock painting into that? <laughs> <laughs> His bloody shoe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rolled on its own. That's with no unnecessary. Foot in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's unnecessary. I know that this kid is dead. I don't need to see that fucking yeah. shoe. But there's nothing. There should be nothing left. You should be right. vaporized. Yeah. By this <laughs> Pink mist. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, where'd he go? <laughs> and then you just bury you bury this blood, and it becomes a pink mist ghost. Oh, and I that's like better. that. Yeah. Here comes that pink fog that turns everybody inside <laughs> out. Because well, then even at the funeral, it's like I guess it's not open casket, but accidentally the casket gets like jostled. Oh, this is sure. one of the most hilarious scenes in cinema. This history. is like top four cinematic funerals. I this feel. is I insane. Love it. Oh my well, god. Well, because they have this blood feud already. The dad, so they, they bury the kid. There's some knowing, obviously. Which yeah. that's another thing that's never been pulled off successfully. No, no one could do it. No, no, no one could do it. Not 
this guy, not Darth Vader, nobody. Just, <laughs> just stop with the nose. Like, the casket's sitting in wake. The father-in-law comes out, and he starts screaming like, I knew this would happen when she married you. Like, yeah. You knew the kid was going to get hit by a truck? The kid they, wasn't even born yet. What are you talking <laughs> yes, about? And they My get second into, kid, by the way, one successful. Yeah. Based on what? <laughs> they get into a physical altercation where oh the coffin God. falls on the floor. Dude, and all I could think about was one of the greatest lines from Clerks when he says, her fucking body fell out. <laughs> it just it nearly <laughs> falls out. It kind of opens yeah. a little bit. You see the little, 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 you little see the arms. Yeah. Sort of. but, the, but the dad saying like, I knew this was going to happen yeah. and then let you have two children <laughs> is like when people like after someone's revealed to be a murderer went like, I always had a bad feeling. Yeah. Right. It's like, what brownie points do you want? You didn't protect anything from happening. I, I called it. I called it. I called it. At least I had the decency to chain my yeah. kid to a bed. <laughs> it's the quiet ones you got to watch. Yeah. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. That's why I always let my kids sleep there. It's like, yeah. wait, no, 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 no. 45 years ago, I told everyone, never go out to a bar with Harvey Weinstein. It's like, well, but then, I mean, what, what? Well, that's helpful. Thank you. I said it into my pillow when I went to bed. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. But why this funeral is great. So hilarious casket drop. Yeah. Fist fight. Then this father-in-law, after he knocks this dude out, gets some Robert De Niro kicks in on him while he's on the ground. You're kicking the shit out of your son-in-law in a church. Awesome. It's also like the most destabilized, like up until now, it has been a Hallmark movie. Right. And all of a sudden, it's a scene from Husbands. Yeah. yeah. Like this, the, the camera's right in your face. It's yeah. like levitating. Like, what the fuck? But and then, then that my, guy holding him back. Oh, that's my, line. Right. my yes. favorite guy. Yeah. He is the voice of reason. At this funeral. He grabs the dad by the shirt collar and he's like, this is your son's funeral. Knock it off. And, and the he's guy's like, like, I don't oh. start the fucking fight. <laughs> Go to that guy. That's also, guy. why did you name your son Gage Creed? Yeah. What is that about? Is he fighting Rocky? <laughs> he wanted him to grow up to be an ultimate fighter. Yeah. Or a bounty hunter is definitely Gage yeah. Creed. That, that kid is wearing. Hell yeah. You, that Wait. kid gets a duster on his 18th birthday for sure. No Wait, so he for could sure. be uh, pro- uh, like professional extreme fighter. Uh, what did you just bounty say? Bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Yeah. Uh, 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 definitely a, d- a professional dog trainer. Sure. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm Gage Creed. I'm going to train your dog. That can have. That's on the profession. Sure. That's, if you're also named a, Gage that, Creed. that's also a bounty hunter accent. I could see this guy in Mandalorian armor, right? Oh, yeah. Gage Creed? Oh, yes. Definitely. I'd buy that comic book. Gage Creed, he probably takes over for Steve Irwin after his uh, passing. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah he yeah, could yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Wasn't Gage Creed in Shadows of the Empire? <laughs> <laughs> so they bury this kid, and yeah. they're like, you know what? We're going to fuck off to Chicago. The dad, at least, the, 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 the father-in-law has... Has the good grace, but like, look, I was hopped up on coke. Yeah, he's, I, he's sober. I, I shouldn't up. have yeah. fucking done rails before your right. son's funeral. I Sorry apologize. about those Robert De Niro kicks. <laughs> Are we friends? <laughs> I mean, for what? And also, I would say, if anyone came up to me on my father, my fucking son's funeral, I'm like, yeah, it's like Mardi Gras, bitch. I could do whatever I want. My yeah. I'm burying a three-year-old boy today. I'm gonna go fuck somebody. I'm gonna go drink for three days. You can't touch me. You can't touch me for at least a month. I essentially have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> The end of Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. Kid diplomatic immunity. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that the takeaway from the funeral is I think we should go spend a little time with my father. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who instigated the fight. She sides with the dad. You need some space. You're clearly going through some shit. You yeah. allowed my father to punch you. <laughs> Look, you're right. I shouldn't have brought a baseball bat to the funeral. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. This is my fault. My fault. But the thing is, like, they're like, oh, we have to go back to Chicago. And the, and the little girl's like, daddy, daddy, are you going to come? He's like, 
I got some things to wrap up here, which is like, I don't know, like I work at a fucking college hospital. Maybe someone's got herpes. Like what what on earth is so pressing that you can't leave? Like, People they, are getting tested. You just yeah, said it. Yeah, that's, I guess that's he it. He doesn't know how to get his scalpel through security. <laughs> it's also, this is like the last job before he bottoms out. No, no I see. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Well, and and then, like, yes. And then the other thing is like you, you got like he doesn't he say to Denise Crosby like it's a good opportunity. Maybe you'll finally be able to come to terms with your sister's death. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. This story is your emotional journey. Your problem now. Right. And then yeah. to the daughter, it's like, I think it's better if you spend a little time away from your father. He's grieving. Right. So let's go back to your grandfather who brought a sack full of oranges <laughs> to a funeral. <laughs> So he could beat the shit at your father without leaving bruises. Oh, well, by the way, oh, where we're gonna go? It's a haunted castle. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. It's just a haunted castle. I wouldn't Insane. worry about. It. Uh, so they go, and uh, obviously, first thing this guy's gonna go to is the pet cemetery. And uh, like first that, stop. And now you know we've got fucking Fred Gwynn looking at his shoes, being like, "You shouldn't go to the pet cemetery." Like too fucking late, tall guy. He's like, he- "I know what you're thinking. I was the first thought when you saw him get turned into that pink mist was right. bury him in the pet cemetery." <laughs> because now he's told him the story about this. The, is where he tells him right, he's like, "I lied to you yes. before," because right. he's like, you know, Christ on his throne. No, no, no one ever tried that. And he's like. Right. I lied before. We, there was we this totally one tried. <laughs> this yeah. is amazing. We tried yeah. it so hard. And this military vets wandering the town, biting random people to the point where Fred Gwynn and the gang have to burn his house down with him in it a lot. And, this and his no father sense. too. His father no is sense. in there and is like, yeah. "Better get out before I burn you all alive." This dude comes back like fucking Bud the Chud, yeah. and he's running around, and the dad is trying to do the whole like. And you've seen this in He's like, a good boy. You don't understand. Yeah, I mean you've you've seen this in like newer zombie things now where it's like, no, that's my kid. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 whatever. I'm sure Walking Dead has done it a thousand times. Sure. Yeah. And so the guy is like, no, no, no. Like there's a dude who plays like young Fred Gwynn from behind. Yeah. Which is great. It's like, you better get out of there. <laughs> They're gonna burn it. And it's like, why just fucking Cut off the head or destroy the brain. It's a zombie, dude. Well, don't I, burn I, this house is, down. Isn't it like uh, identical to Bob Clark's death dream? Almost exactly like the, the the vet coming home and becoming a, a zombie and then, then not being able to kill it. It's pretty similar. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, correct me if I, I'm misremembering here, he serves in war. Right. He gets Thank sent you for your home. service, by the way. Thank you for your yes, service. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, he gets sent home. Uh, which, which you know, the, here's the dramatic irony. He made it all the way back hometown. He gets hit by a car, does he not? <laughs> they say something about he died like on his way, right, on his way back. back I knew he died to travel. It has to be some vehicular accident, <laughs> yes. right? Which again, the moral of the story is. Change your fucking traffic laws. Yep. I mean, this is like the 1940s. It's been happening what since. The fuck got, is going on? You probably here? got hit by a wagon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me crank going this car. 240. <laughs> a lot of horsepower. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they burn this house down. I would go, if I'm the dad, I go to the fucking town council the next day. I'm like, you know, my son was a zombie. Did you need to burn my... Like, that's all I right, had. I, right. I, I had. I lost the does kid. Does he make it out of the house? No, the zombie takes him to hell with him. Oh, that's what's good. Oh, okay, dad, good. That's good. It's fucking hilarious. The dad tries to get out, and the dude gives him, like, a big zombie bear hug. Oh. And then you see this guy's legs catch on yeah. fire. Yeah. But, then you know, at that point, flames. you should just die. Like, oh, who for cares? Sure. Your is- ho- you know your house is going to be gone. Your son's gone. Just die. Just shut up and leave everyone alone. <laughs> it is also so muddy. Like, what... 
the the uh, uh, reviving process does to them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, when, I mean, not to jump ahead, but Miko Hughes, it's like half the time he's like Chucky, mm-hmm. and yes. it feels like he's just having fun. Right. Yeah. This is just yeah. for sport. <laughs> and I'm half the time, playing. it feels like, is this like they do they need this for sustenance? Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 What with the the throat eating? I mean, let me see. Nico Hughes, when he comes back to life, he's kind of like little Joker. Yeah. <laughs> he's like it's the true. Joker of he's like revived very, dead kids. He's I've going he, 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 he. <laughs> a kid this twisted I've never, never seen. Right. You're going to hear it's a like Doris he Lance. Finds... Doing it for the lulls. <laughs> It's I like he it. finds murder funny. It's just crazy that they buried him in the purple suit. <laughs> it's so weird. But so weird. Per- where did you find purple velvet in that kid's size? They put a giant fish in there with him. <laughs> a lipstick fish. And a whoopee cushion. Yeah. And a, a big and a, mallet. A, a girl for a little girl from Staten Island <laughs> next to it. They both went down there. No, so he, uh, the dad, is is undeterred by this fucking story of pure horror. Yeah, like, I want to visit that upon my little baby kid. Right. He probably wasn't even listening, honestly. It's not even that. It's like so much worse than that. He's it, like Fred Quinn's like, well, it's gonna come back, and uh, you might have to get. He's like, yeah, I'll kill my kid again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready to do it. Oh, let's yes. go. Let's go. He fucking does, kill my kid. Yeah. He has some line where he's like, and if he comes back wrong. I'm just going to put him to sleep again. And I was like, remember when you said you weren't a veterinarian? Yeah. I'm a doctor. I'm so good at knowing when things are dead or alive. <laughs> the the other thing is, I think Fred Gwynn says the, you know, I, I didn't tell you the truth. The thing, yeah. I didn't think you were right here. Sometimes dead is better. Right. Yeah, and you do have that moment where you're like, this is Fred Gwynn. He's giving a great performance. It's <laughs> yeah. clearly the iconic line. Right. And then they come back from the flashback and he says it like four more times. <laughs> yeah. And you just get the sense on set they had no restraint. They were like, I don't know, should we just like quadruple down on that? That's we, clearly the trailer we moment. We really but, want everybody to yeah. know. Sometimes dead is better. So you see, sometimes you hear- dead is better. Better. You hear it once in the trailer, and you're yeah. like, "Well, I better hear it like four times." In the right. movie. Like right. the, the movie better be that, but more. Right. You need at least four times to make a T-shirt out of it after it comes. He just out. says Things it in like a row. It's yeah. like it's like he's stuck. Like the record is like <laughs> skipping. Well, yeah, he's got Alzheimer's. It's, it's, yeah. sad. it's kind of sad. He's probably loaded. Yeah, you know. But yeah. uh, uh, that's not my favorite line of the movie. My favorite line of the movie is. While this is all going on, we're in the creepy haunted castle in Chicago. Right, yeah. We're sitting the devil around. in the White City happened, actually. We're yeah. sitting around. And was that H.H. Holmes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's he like was the also... Joker of Chicago <laughs> doctors. <laughs> yes, he was also a doctor. Uh, the, the windiest do- Joker. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we got to call We got to call back, see uh, how my father is doing, oh, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. They call, they don't get anything. And, you know, Denise Crosby is worried. And the mother is like, oh, oh honey, yeah. don't worry about it. He's just probably, it's a man, he's alone for the weekend. He's out having a hamburger or a chicken dinner. And I don't know you about know you what guys. men do. They walk down the road, they eat a full chicken. That's, I mean, my girlfriend, my wife goes out of town. You yeah. know, I draw the blinds. <laughs> I open the computer and I have a full chicken dinner. Dude, I order the fucking Jake Blues, four fried chickens and a Coke immediately. The second the door closes when she's gone. Men are pigs, aren't they? <laughs> they just, the, the, the chicken dinner. He's breathing. He's going to walk along the road for 10 to 15 miles and eat one full chicken just kill a chicken honey in a sitting honey 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 just listen your father he ate chicken dinners all the time when i was away and he didn't tell me about it be happy that he tells you about it we can't change men that's twisted i'm so sorry i had a chicken dinner i love you while you were away i I went to the Italian restaurant. I had the chicken bread and I had the chicken bread and 
No, it wasn't chicken. It's just important that you told me. (laughs) It wasn't chicken dinner. I'm sorry. It was a hamburger sandwich. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely should have called it a hamburger sandwich. She does call it either or. It's either a hamburger sandwich or a chicken. But does she say hamburger sandwich? I think she just says hamburger. You're probably right. You're probably right. But they make these parents like they were born in the 1860s, so she definitely should have said hamburger sandwich. Now, be honest with me. (laughs) Was this the only chicken or were there (laughs) other chicken dinners? (laughs) What? You well, didn't I have guess. a you didn't have a roast, did you? <laughs> you tell me if you had a roast. Well, uh, I'm gonna go to the doctor tomorrow because someone brought a chicken dinner into our house. Someone did it. Well, you know I am a doctor. So. <laughs> no, not that doctor. Wait, you knocked up the chicken dinner. <laughs> chicken doctor. <laughs> so he, you know, he 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 hangs out in this graveyard. He brings shovels during the daytime, and I feel wow. like there should be a gravekeeper who's like, "Yo, dude, no, that's my job." But he's got it. He waits for nightfall. He, <laughs> wait a minute, wait. That's my. Oh, I'll take a, it from here. <laughs> no, at the pet cemetery. No, oh, he's, you want to dig him back up? Huh? Oh, yeah, right. The he goes to the real graveyard to right. dig up Gage. The cops come by, the lights flash, and he just sort of stays still, and they don't catch him. You have to imagine if you're police in this town, you gotta know the number one thing to look out for. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Grave digging. Because you don't yeah. want another Timothy, whatever his name and is. And especially right. after the death of a kid. You're patrolling that grave like at least twice a To do the rounds but not look hard <laughs> enough to find him when he doesn't even bother to hide yep. right. is insane. It's it's almost like not putting a stop sign on the fucking most dangerous <laughs> road in the world. It's kind of also on Fred Gwynn because Fred Gwynn knows exactly what's going to happen. And instead yeah. of sitting with his warm six-pack in front of the cemetery, right. he falls asleep on his porch. Well, to be f- All right, so there's a couple things about Fred Gwynn here. Fred Gwynn is like, oh, no, I'm going to stop him. I'm going to sit on my porch, and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. A stern talking to. <laughs> maybe not everything needs to be a party. Maybe we can hold the... Maybe we can get a fucking cup of black coffee so we stay awake mm-hmm. for this to happen instead right. of like, well, I got to get my buzz on. Sometimes <laughs> buzzed is better, which by, by that I mean all the time. <laughs> he ain't wrong, man. <laughs> he is not wrong. But he he digs this kid up. And like also the question is like death certificates. What are you going to do in yeah. this? T- like we b- publicly buried this kid. But like, it's 1989. You could really get around anything back then. Oh, it's my kid Rage. <laughs> oh, no, Gage is dead. Rage is alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Rage was too uh, upset to attend it, the funeral. It's sort of how he was able to escape his past as a bad doctor in Chicago. Gotcha. You just go to Maine. It's <laughs> yeah. start a new life. It's fun. So he uh, he he buries the kid. Yeah. Fred Gwynn falls asleep. The kid comes back to life. Denise Crosby, after the chicken dinner uh, fiasco, is like, oh, you know what, Mom? I'm going to leave. I'm going to fly back. It's kind of a bit of a home, home alone. I was just going to say, she's like fucking Catherine O'Hara. Where does she sit in a van with John Candy trying to get back to this house? But then also you have this ghost appearing to her like it's Griffin Dunn in American <laughs> yes, Werewolf in yes. London, where yes. he's like sort of doing like quippy commentary. And he's helping out, though. And right. that's this weird inconsistency with this ghost. It's like, are you in this girl's dream only? Right. But she, like, he holds the gate door open. This is amazing. Airport. Yeah, right. but they still miss the flight. So he's just like, uh, we missed our connection in Boston. I don't know. I'm just a go. Should we rent a car? Can you drive to Maine right now? <laughs> Goes, speaks to the daughter only in the form of dreams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaks to the father direct conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Denise Crosby's interaction with the ghost seems like the ghost says something and then she suddenly has the idea in her head. Yes. And he pulls this over also on that fucking a rental agency yes. woman because she's like, we don't have any cars. And he's like, what about that one that's got scratches on right. it? It's like he's the Ben Kenobi of ghosts. Yeah. He's like forced mind tricking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's, like, hitting the road to get back. The car has a flat tire, and the ghost appears again, and he's like, 
oh, they're trying to prevent you from making it. I was like, who the fuck are they? What are you talking and about? And also, don't you know the gig is up by now? Like, the best thing for Denise Crosby is to stay away from the house. Like, yeah. you're not, pre- you, the, the kid is in the ground. Do not, you can't prevent this anymore. What does she know about, I mean, does she understand what happened with church? No, no she doesn't. Right. She's not so, hip to I the mean, cat. Let's, let's be fair. It's not like she would go like, fuck, I think if I go home, there's a risk that my zombified <laughs> son. Well, no, but if you're a ghost that has all the cards, oh, the ghost the should be warning like, her more. He's yes. like, a hundred percent. He's like, come on. It's like, yeah. no, no, the game, the gig is up. Like, that's over. Like, he, stay with the kid. He's a very unhelpful ghost. For and why, sure. is, why is he so invested? Is yeah. he, like, he should be like, oh, they didn't do that for me. Didn't put me in the fucking pet cemetery. Right. I just got buried. Yeah. How rude. I think it's like that's his heaven assignment. Like it's a really tough one. It's like oh. you have to make sure this shit doesn't oh. go down. Oh, oh, oh Clarence, uh, George <laughs> Bailey's gonna Ooh. bury his kid in the pet cemetery. You better go He's, stop but him. But it's also oh, I want my son to live again. It's confirmed none of this is gonna work because when they finally get back to Maine from hitchhiking in a truck, yeah, that may or may not have killed. I think it killed the dude, right. who is on this journey with her. Right. She's because, right. shotgun by the pole right. of the kings in the bag. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's the ghost guy. Still Stays in the truck and drives on with the truck driver. Yeah. Right. I think because his f- assignment failed with this family, now he's going to haunt the trucker who well, killed him. It's what just this arbitrary. He's like, I I can't go any further. They're at the fucking front door. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's it for me. I'm going to keep hitchhiking with this guy. My favorite part is when she tries to get uh, on the next flight, and there's that old couple, and she's trying to barter with jewelry and he goes oh no she's got a big drawer full of them a dangly one (laughs) (laughs) that is my favorite line in any movie top five the other crazy thing is though the fact that the ghost refers to the father by name Mm -hmm. yeah on his deathbed before he becomes what is clearly a ghost implies that this was fated in some sense. Yes. Yeah. That, like, like the a... death of the jogger is in some way tied to this larger thing, which is when I'm waiting for the reveal that Fred <laughs> Gwynn has been pulling the strings. Yeah. He's been pulling the fucking bottles out of the out That's of, all out of the he's been pulling. <laughs> like a flashback play. of Fred Gwynn just like shoulder checking this dude into traffic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. He's just watching joggers. He like puts right. his leg out and trips <laughs> you, him into the road. You want to reveal that he Mr. Glass style. Yes. One move. Exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. is just pushing people into traffic. <laughs> they call me Mr. Gwynn. <laughs> um, so the kid comes back. The kid comes for Fred Gwynn first, as he should. Sure. Yeah. Um, and now we've got literally, I knew it was coming. I've seen this movie four, this is my, probably my third or fourth time seeing it. Yeah. It is the most viscerally I react to any gore in any movie yeah. ever. This is your first time watching yeah, it. Yeah, the you know, two Gwyn cuts are rough. Yeah. It's really tough. And, and they're at this weird level of like they're just realistic enough yeah. to really upset you. Yeah. Like physically upset you. Yes. Because it doesn't go into crazy Sam Raimi like spurts of blood. Mm-hmm. It's just like what are two really bad places <laughs> to get cut? Yeah. Like the corner of the mouth thing is fucked. <laughs> Yeah. It's I don't a know how he got those guys. Yeah. <laughs> just put it's it out exactly there. the Joker. You're put right. Put it out there, Steve. It's the Achilles tendon, though, that yes. makes right. me Oof. just all of my hair goes up. But, but and like the, to bring yes. it back to child's play, it's yeah. like this I'm, little the, doll right, hand. Right, that's the it's, thing. It's chilling to see a little doll oh, hand holding a scalpel. doll right, hand that, that Exactly. Yeah. And I was like going like, they're having the kid do a lot of this. Why didn't they want him to do this shot? There's certain insert shots yeah. from certain angles where it's clearly a doll's hand, which does when you have the soundtrack is the kid going, <laughs> 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 and he's just sort of like jogging around. Yeah. yeah. 
it does feel like, is this just for kicks? Yeah. <laughs> he's having a great time. Right. Is he just like a haunted Pinocchio? Well, he says that he's playing with him. Right. And then when the mother comes, he says he's played with mommy as well. Right, right. So, I mean, he really is like the Joker of Pet Cemetery. You do kind of want True. some sort of rule of like, this is what burying the people here yeah. does. It yeah. it exemplifies whatever's natural in their behavior. Mm-hmm. If there was some idea that's like, it heightens it to an evil degree. Or yeah. even a demon, you leave and a demon takes your body or right. some Whatever it is. But I just can't figure out the rules of like, what's the end game mm-hmm. here? Because he also starts pulling like some saw shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like laughing around. He's like doing some jump it's scare like stuff. booby trapping. <laughs> By like, the way, are we saying that like every Native American who was buried is came back as a zombie? Or are we saying only white people buried there? Yeah. No, he, Fred Gwynn has that's some line where he's like, that's why the Indians stopped using it once they <laughs> realized it was crooked. <laughs> that's one of those bad ones. You get, every right. so often you get right. a bad graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but if that's the case, somebody put up a sign. Someone put up a sign. <laughs> Certainly don't refer anyone. No, I mean, there's to... just so much tragedy that could be avoided with just a couple of quick signs. I'll say I really like uh, sour things. I love mm-hmm. like sour candy mm-hmm. and like sour beer and anything. And it's one of those words I always find appetizing. Like crispy, yeah. yeah if anything's yeah. described as crispy, so the amount of times that this like last chunk of the movie between the ghost and Fred Gwynn that someone says the ground is sour, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be messy, but every time I go like, God, I want to eat that. Now. <laughs> the dirt sounds great. The dirt sounds so fucking good. Ooh, the dirt has blue flavor now. Ooh. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it's so, like wild raspberry. <laughs> it's got gummy ground. gummy worms yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> It's Screaming got, green apple. Yeah, neon <laughs> glowing yeah. ground. It's also got a lower ABV, but it's actually pretty right. nice. Yeah. The <laughs> ground is sponsored could, by Warheads. <laughs> oh, nice. I miss those. Yeah. It's been so a while. Good. My favorite uh, dichotomy of the kid, it's obviously a little kid actor, a three year old actor. Yeah. And you have to, you know, you do the shining thing where you tell him other things. You know for a fact when he, and he, the kid, Miko Hughes does it where Fred Gwynn has been, you know, cutting the Achilles tendon, cutting the mouth. And it's like, do you want to give him a raspberry yes. on his yeah. neck? Yep, you definitely. You want to give him yeah. raspberry? And he's like, and they make the noise. Yeah. It's, it's awesome because like they when it's they a, cut. It's the ador- that's the part that's adorable. Everything yeah. else is terrifying. That part's adorable. But when they have to cut back to like what is supposed to be the, the kid then like moving off of him and there's a piece of his throat like in attached to the kid's mouth, it's clearly a my buddy in me yeah. with yeah. like yes. gore on its mouth and some effects guy just my yanks buddy. it off of Fred Gwynn. My buddy. Yeah, dude. Classic. Whatever he kills. I killed my buddy. <laughs> Classic haunted toy, man. Oh, definitely cursed. cursed so this object. dude's dead, and then uh, so then the she, Crosby comes. She in. gets back, and we there, turn into like a house of horrors immediately. I love that yeah. it's at Fred Gwynn's house, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't you know what? Uh, at the very least, that guy's house should be burned to the ground. Yes, <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. Did I, I did I go to sleep? Do they not show the Denise Crosby? Getting murdered? No. They don't uh, show no, it. No. They, they don't, don't show it, which is fucked up. Right. So she just falls out of the rafters hung. Like, right, this dude gets how, to the house and he's investigating. How did a baby hang a grown woman? <laughs> and they also, I mean, first she sees her sister. She sees Zelda. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. And so it's like, can the kid transform? Like, that's yeah. when you go, like, is yep. there some demonic spirit that's and like... then just do that. Just tell me that. Or are these just zombies? Also, also yeah. the kid is dressed at this part when he kills his mother, finally, like Tom Petty in the Don't Come Around Here <laughs> yes, no more video. Yes, like, that was my like, exact note. Yes. What the fuck is with this? Where did he get this hat? I it's a like baby it. hat. It's an amazing baby hat. <laughs> Is that what hat. they buried him in? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man, we buried him in his best top hat. <laughs> 
looks like little Lord Fauntleroy. It's so He's missing awesome. a big lolly and bloomers. Yes. It's Danny DeVito and Big Fish. <laughs> and yeah, he, he, but he does kind of, we do see him like stab his mom once or twice. Right. And then we cut to whatever. Yeah, we miss him tying the noose, That's hanging it over like Kevin McCallister. Dragging her up to the attic, rigging it so that it will <laughs> fall at the right and moment. And hiding Fred Gwynn's body under that bed and putting the cover down over it. I couldn't move Fred Gwynn. No. I could not. Dare I say it, this is when he really starts to feel Joker ass. <laughs> yeah. It feels like yeah. it's less about the bloodlust and it's more about that he likes watching people Yeah, yeah. Scream. Yeah. But if he can do that Zelda stuff where he's making, that's more of a scarecrow move. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, that's true. true. Oh, you Might think he's got like those, those toxins? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's little kid fear gas, <laughs> yeah. dude. So the dad, by the way, of course, this dad sleeps like a rock through anything. He yeah. wakes up and he's like, oh, I overslept oh. after I buried my kid in the pet cemetery. Right. But he and does- then what's the first thing he does when he wakes up? He checks his scalpel. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Well, at least now he's got the foresight enough to load his syringe th- with whatever kills kill things. juice. Yeah, it's yeah, kill, kill juice. juice. He yeah. puts right. in a bunch of kill juice. <laughs> yeah. He finds the cat on his way over to Fred Gwynn's, kills the cat, injects it with a steak. Which I mean, oh, yeah, he I, feeds I know it a steak like to eat meat and whatnot. But like yeah. in the in it's any kind of movie cat. or literature or whatnot, the steak that's a dog distraction. It yeah. is a dog yeah. distraction. Where's gonna fish out of the fridge? But a demonic cat is just a dog. Oh sure. <laughs> Second favorite line of the movie behind the chicken, which is, come on, church, come on and eat it. It's Thanksgiving Day for dead cats. I'm like, what are we doing? Dude, that First line all, is trauma-esque. Great new holiday idea. <laughs> uh, and he kills the cat. And then, like, he goes into the house. I kind of like this third act little, you know, where it's, I'm, this movie, I think, is creepy at this point. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, it's no. super creepy. Yeah. I mean, especially because sometimes it's a little kid running around. Sometimes it's clearly a puppet. With, <laughs> I got a thing with puppets. They yeah. freak me right the fuck out. Very so that, You know, that's helping. And then, the, and then the other thing is when it is Miko Hughes, Hughes, when it is Miko <laughs> Hughes doing it, it feels like the only direction they gave him was have fun. Sure. Yeah. Which yeah. makes it creepier. Yes. They're not directing Joker-esque. him like a creepy kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just doing it for the lulls. <laughs> this is my point. It's disturbing. No, but between the puppet and yep. a kid gleefully like celebrating, clearly off of like misdirection yeah. Yeah. from the crew. You know? Well, that's I mean, it's been proven in movies over and over again that kids can be creepy if you if everything else around it is set and shot like a creepy thing. Right. And then they're having fun because this movie does it. They do it. I've brought this up on the show before. There's that shot in Insidious where Patrick Wilson like looks to the corner of the room. And there's a little kid with like his back to him, and he's dancing in front of a gramophone. Yeah, and it's like, da, 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 and he's in this like sailor outfit, and then it's just this creepy fucking like monster child. I wonder if this was a, a formative movie for James Wan, like not his favorite movie, but if this was one he yeah. saw at a specific age, because even just the puppet shit. Like, yep, I know no. that's not in-universe, right. but it feels like he's like, man, puppet. Like, little puppets doing things. Yes. No, absolutely. Yeah. If this little kid had, like, a little red tricycle, I'd be very suspicious. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he is rigging up these traps yeah, to try to teach him the meaning of life. Want to play a game? Yeah. 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 I just have this image of Miko Hughes, like, hitting a beam, like, nah, not right there. No. <laughs> that's not a load-bearing one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, all right. Bearing beam Shit. Okay. Well, his father just... Sleeps. If you're having zombie strows, yeah. I, I mean that will knock you right the well, fuck out. Well, he had to hitch a ride with one of those trucks to the 24-hour hardware store. <laughs> he had to buy yeah. all this stuff. I do love that Fred Gwynn just has all that rope hanging around. Yeah, he's got rope. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he knows where he's going. 
But he sort of has that complicated knot, like he's like like tied a harness around their shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like right with Fred Gwynn. Yes. You see, like oh, these right. loops. Yes. Oh, that's how he going moved underneath yeah. his arms. Yeah. Oh, man, so it's like he died and he came back a zombie boy scout, <laughs> right. which is pretty. Or impressive. zombie Slipknot from Suicide Squad. Oh, the that's only right. guy more twisted than the Joker. <laughs> that was a guy that used like ropes and. Rope guns. Yeah. This rope guns his name's Slipknot. He can escape from anything, and then they immediately <laughs> kill him. <laughs> I've always imagined there's just the one guy in the audience like, oh, Slipknot, favorite character. Jim Slipknot. Oh, man. Yeah. Like you, you, And you're reading Adam Beach. That guy was on SVU. Awesome. Yeah, totally. It's also one of those things where like, you could see how Warner Brothers didn't get what worked with Marvel, and we're like, they like it when they're like a lot of characters, right? Yeah. Like They're going to like all the characters. <laughs> Tons of Slipknot merch. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about like action figures, but it's like, oh, you can get your like slipknot notebooks. Yeah, oh yeah. They sell full size slipknot cardboard cutouts. <laughs> Somehow Captain Boomerang makes it to the end of that movie, which yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah, they thought spin-off. Yeah. Dude, there was like a variety article that was like Warner's is feeling pretty confident about Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Everybody loves well, that, Jai Courtney. Yeah. Dude, that guy, he's had so many chances. He's I had mean, a lot. He's had a lot of chances. I mean, he's tall. Great. Congratulations. He's tall. Uh, as uh, my uh, podcast co-host David Sims says, he's got a nice big potato head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sims is not wrong he's, there. He's got a big potato head. But speaking of enormous heads, Pet Cemetery, Jason <laughs> Clark, that's yes. a ham on his head. Oof. Absolutely. That thing has dimensions and dimensions. But also, he's a GoldenEye character. Fred Gwynn, one of the tallest heads. Yeah. Replaced yeah. in the yeah. sequel. I know it's not the same character with Clancy Brown, who's another big head man. Oh, man. Absolutely. And Let's go new one, you got huge moved. head. Absolutely. Fred, he's got like a fucking turkey on top. Fred, Fred, Fred Gwynn played one of the stone heads in Rapa Nui. <laughs> Sick trivia. Yeah. So there is an end to this movie eventually, right? Oh, right. Okay. We're pretty much so right he's there. got the kill juice. He goes into the house. <laughs> he finally gets a hold of this child after being cut a and little bit. And the kid right, yeah. slices him he's up. slicing and dices. But the kid, yeah. I mean, we're not sure, does the kid have supernatural powers? Right. Or does he, because like, I would fucking punt this thing into the next county. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Which, and also, the kid doesn't seem to want to kill his father. Yeah. Because he's just sort of d- dicing up, having mm-hmm. fun with everyone else. He goes straight and that's, for like the pain point. I yeah. was I because I hadn't seen this in a while, and I was like, "Is it a thing where he's like, well, you're the one who buried me and brought me back, so you get a pass? Yeah. I'm gonna cut you a little bit, but it's just fun." Um, and he really goes for it. But you're right, Steve, because if he fucking kicked him, you know what it'd be? It'd be a fucking puppet getting kicked yeah. out of window. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a lot of fun. He's so good. <laughs> But instead, he just injects him in the neck with this kill juice. This kid's got like a little final line, too. Yeah. Ah, no fair. No fair. Does he no say, fair. oh, you're no, no fun. Yeah. No fun. Yeah. No fun. Right. Oh, man. Awesome. And then there's like legit footage of this kid falling over and hitting his head on a door, which legitimate laugh. And then all those penguins take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin Viking funeral. <laughs> but even I, it's weird that like, you know, it. Church, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a cat. Yeah. The right. tomcat, like to scurry about, sometimes catch a rat or whatever. <laughs> Comes back a little more feral. Right. Drops the rats in some unpleasant places. Right. But not un. You know, out it's of character. I'm trying to rip your neck out. This kid comes back, goes straight for the scalpel. Yeah. Like, yeah. goes into his father's briefcase, mm-hmm. opens it up, finds the utensils he knows he needs. Mm-hmm. 
Very strange. And, and it's not like they've characterized him as like, this kid can't yes. stop playing games well, when he's alive. <laughs> they could have made it a thing. Of they like, should have done that. I'm playing yeah. games or, with you. Or, or yeah. oh, my scalpel is not for you, little right. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Telegraph that shit. It's, right. it's called writing. People complain about when things are too telegraphed, but there's a reason why. <laughs> yes. It's because it makes payoff satisfying. <laughs> it's why it's like a basic, t- basic tenet of storytelling. Right, yeah, right. absolutely. Oh, man. So, yeah, this kid's dead, which is great. And then he decides <laughs> <That> rules. <laughs> totally rules. You know, and again, I, this speaks a lot about how I think I'm just like the littlest bit of a sociopath because like that kid died. Nothing. Neither time. That kid or the cat. Oh, my God. Oh, I was looking at my dog in the other room like hard. getting kind yeah. of fucking misty. <laughs> like he fucking dies next to that steak. I was like, oh, no. Well, he says, uh, you know, I love that he's yelling at the cat. He's like, now you're dead. Stay dead. Oh, and the right. cat's like, it's your fault, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? like, it's I didn't t- want this in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> kind of up to you. So he winds up. He's like, oh, but now. And I actually kind of like this ending where he's like, it is sort of like that. So like, oh, it's cinema sin. So stupid. But it makes sense because he's like, oh, it's been like, you know, I, I like he's so over it at this point. He's, mm. he, he buries his wife and it's like. You know, I, I didn't have enough time, you know what I mean? And now that she's fresher, she won't come back sociopathic and monstrous. And it's like, no, dude. No, no. Where, where are you getting that from, dude? Mm-hmm. That's that's not information. But this is another, like, it, this should be sort of a satisfying end to, like, a story about one man's hubris. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. that he hubristically thinks he can keep on beating death. Yeah, yeah. But instead, because this guy is such a wet blanket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You just kind of go like, what this well, fucking dummy? Yeah, <laughs> stupid soap opera I, face. Right. I can tell you exactly why he did it. It's because it has nothing to do with the learning any less. It's because he knows. What he has to do next is go to Chicago right. and talk to Robert De Niro, right. who's going to take him out in yeah. years. I'd, I'd rather get murdered by my zombie wife than have to deliver that news. But this is this is the move. You get your zombie wife, you get her a plane ticket to Chicago. Oh, nice. You kind of just get her out of your area oh, so yeah, you just, can't just be like, a victim. Dude, get her back to the house yes. and then set her off on the in-laws, exactly. close the door. Exactly, or like lock her yeah. in the back of the truck or whatever and drive her to Chicago and just unleash her on her own family. And also, oh yeah, go oh ahead. No, if you want to go nuclear, <laughs> you put fucking Fred Gwynn in that pet cemetery and now yeah. the yeah. entire East Coast falls. That's yeah. the exactly. end of it. Like literally there's no stopping that's also, it. I mean, that's how you build a franchise. <laughs> yeah. You can end with, it's like just this like space shot of America and like all the lights are going out. He's like the Thanos of zombies because he's like created every zombie that's ever existed. It, also though, he, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, the, the other thing about him, you know, seemingly just not wanting to face his daughter and deliver her the bad news the daughter we breeze past this but keeps on going on and on about like is there any chance he comes back right. yes like yeah, couldn't yeah. god do it if he really wanted to yeah. Yeah. we got to keep all his stuff the same so yeah. the daughter has this whole flaky sense of death that you go like it's not even bad enough that the dad would have to get on a plane and go to the daughter and be like so your mom's dead <laughs> he has to be like your mom's dead because i tried to bring your brother back to life the thing i told you was impossible it is possible <laughs> i shouldn't have done it she's gonna be in new york and with a new life she's right. got a husband and kids and everything yeah. and she's bringing like when one of her kids dies she brings it to the local pet cemetery thinking things are going to be great of course <laughs> yeah yep, of course absolutely yeah. It's, I a, love it's, the, it's a shortcut. It's an easy answer. It's an easy it, it, this, this will happen. This, it's good. Don't the worry. The dad would probably still be like, oh, but the cat, it, that definitely ran away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. 
There's a like it's bullshit though where he's like, oh, you just freshly died. I can bury you, whatever. Because he spends all of that extra time fucking burning down the house. Yeah. Yeah. You see this little puppet go up in flames. This little kid puppet. Oh, Oh, funny. It's very satisfying to see that. I loved it. It's my favorite part of the movie. And you you could have licensed the song too. You you got the talking head. Oh yeah, it's just it's like the match falls on the (laughs) gas. It would Watch be great. Out. Yeah, I would love it. That's um, another thing, too. If he's optimistic and he believes that she's going to be brought back to life as normal yeah. because she's fresh, why does he burn down the house first? Doesn't he want to assume that he can go back to a normal domestic <laughs> bliss? Oh, no, it's Fred Gwynn's house. That, that oh, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah. that guy deserves right, nothing. Right. That's fine. He right. was going to burn down his house anyway for different reasons. We'll finally have a view. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a nephew that was eyeing that house for years. Like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? It's a good plot of land. <laughs> right off the Fury Road. Wait, Denise <laughs> right around the corner from the Pet Cemetery <laughs> and that other cemetery. It's Oh, yeah, you got all sorts of ghoulish spokes to look at from the oh. top corner i'm awaited in valhalla <laughs> <laughs> so when denise crosby comes back and she's oh, got that yeah. eye socket just spewing ooze yeah. and he's what he's just that? like i guess we should just make out. oh dude yeah and there's some serious tongue kissing and the yeah. fucking goop gets back in their mouth ew mm, i trade in goop my dude. whole thought was like what did that taste like you're you're eating like a little salty goo. maybe probably salty i feel like it'd be sweet i feel like Ooh. isn't prop, like prop goo but right. like what if it was actual oh, oh the goo? actual goo salty <laughs> that's salty yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah or, or yeah. So, oh, maybe it's sour maybe it's a little sour, oh, a little sour <laughs> yes. Ooh, if you sourced sour. it from an actual cemetery you mean <laughs> yeah. oh baby okay. your fucking eye you socket be, tastes like a warhead but griffin <laughs> might be like a like a goop hound if you I'm found be a goop hound? <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a goop if you hound. tasted dead ooze and yeah. it's salty right. oh, yeah, or sour. oh you're saying i might sour. love it yeah. yes yeah. i thought you were accusing me of reading gwyneth paltrow's website <laughs> nobody would say such yeah. blasphemy Wait, I, would, so your, I would never your question wasn't what do you think the fake goop tasted <laughs> no, like on real set. goop your answer was like what zombie does goop. bile taste yes, like yes <laughs> famously bad <laughs> i feel like people use it as but an example you want to eat sour dirt so you might like <laughs> yeah, it yeah they said sour it's got a nice little it's yeah, in the name right i don't there. know i think salty goop dead yeah. might be sour i think yeah. a little sweet from the it's not sweet a little salty from the eye residue okay right. yeah, i just yeah, imagine yeah. eye is salty i haven't tasted i must be salty. you know i will say one time um Tear ducks. I, I tear can't ducks. remember the name of yeah, the, the restaurant, yeah, yeah. but uh, there was a place in Long Island City where you could go. It was a Quebecois restaurant. You could get half of a pig's head. Okay. And I got it one mm, time. That's M. just M. like a person. That's... M. Wells. M. Wells Steakhouse in Long Island City. I don't think it's open anymore. Oh, I wonder why. Because <laughs> it served delicious food. Hell I don't know. Violation. I, I went to town on this pig's head, and I was in it. Did you eat the eye? I ate it. Okay. Oh, what? Okay, no. so yeah. salt, salty? No. Little salty. It tasted sour. It, sour. Sour. Not, sour. Not much on the sour. Uh, it was sour. pretty salty, and it just tasted but like the rest. Of maybe for its rancid doll. Do no, they give uh, you a crown of bones when you order this thing? This is the most decadent nightmare <laughs> monster. Christ on his throne. Cabin had it too. It's uh, yeah, delicious. I've been there too, and, and the pig's teeth are sour. What? Wait, wait, no. <laughs> You're not eating the you're teeth. Sucking they, teeth, dude. You're eating ears. You're teeth. eating snout. You're yep. eating jowls. You're eating brain, and you're eating eyeball. Can I ask? Do they do they sell? the eye as like a feature or are they like most people don't eat the eye they don't tell you about it but it's like 
They're the like, option <laughs> is there. Like, you can do it. It's you like anything you. here. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. And I did it. It was my birthday. They don't wow. tell you about it, but that eye is there. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good, man. I wasn't crazy about the brain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of bumming about that. What, what, what's that? Sour? So, uh, it was a little too, like, mushy. Like, it didn't. The texture? The, yeah. The, the brain texture. is actually yeah. the uh, the joker of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. How dare you? It's twisted and deranged. <laughs> So yeah, they're making out, and she fucking pulls out. Uh, she pulls a knife off the kitchen table. Yeah. I love that he's waiting for his wife to come back as a zombie, sitting on the kitchen floor, up against the fridge, playing solitaire. Oh, you got to pass. Great the little. I'm sorry, I was surprised he didn't take a good old nap. This guy loves to go to sleep <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, he cemetery. just had that whole adventure. He yeah, burned that sure. house down. He walked all the way back to that fucking pet cemetery Tired. and back to the house. But oh. also, like twice, this guy has tried to revive people to bad results. Yeah. He knows it takes a little time for them to like cook until right, they're ready right. to pop back up again. Yeah. I don't believe he's this chill the third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're cool. right. Yeah, it's totally gonna work. One thing we we missed, which is the John Carpenter head, the second time he goes back to the pet cemetery, which is like the 14th thing this movie doesn't need. Oh, the thing that it, like the head comes out of the oh, rock. Yeah, it, it, it's ne- like he like blinks. He goes, "Well, that was odd," and nothing ever happens with it. I think that was supposed to be the beast. That or might something. have been the, the, the Yeah, they go. just they yeah. forgot <laughs> to cut it out. Stephen yeah. King's mane is essentially the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Right. I really don't. There's nothing all sorts of monsters. Ah, uh, yeah, I buried Amelia Earhart back <laughs> on the pet <laughs> cemetery. And then it's man credits Ramon's song, which is awesome. Yeah, the song, the song in the end credits, amazing. The video is hysterical. This director was mostly a music video director. Did all like the early Madonna videos, and she was apparently like best buds with the Ramones. Yeah, yeah. And the studio was like, "You can't do that." And she like went above them and got Ramones to write the song and then delivered it, which is so yeah. great. Because apparently Stephen King's a big Ramones fan, right? That Question was I mark. think Stephen King won the argument. I think yeah. the studio didn't want the Ramones yeah. on the soundtrack, right? That's the other crazy thing I read about this film was that it was supposed to be George Romero. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And he backed down. That King like pointedly like gave the rights to Romero because yeah. he thought he could do justice. Yeah. Uh, wrote it for Romero, and then Romero did Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines, yeah. which is great, right? And then they they were still hot on the thing, so they made it anyway. But this she, is when he was still a little protective over his rights. Yeah, and that bit. didn't last much longer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like sort of a thing where it was the writer's strike was happening, and they didn't know right. how to when they were going to make this movie, etc. And like they, this was a, the only reason they made this movie is because the script was in such good shape they wouldn't have to get a yeah. a whatever a, a rewriter on them. Uh, air right. quotes for the listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> good shape. Yeah, such a good shape. Yeah. I, uh, I would you, yeah, would people recommend this movie? Yeah, that's um, where I'll start. I, I, oh yeah, I, I, thought was, I thought that's where you're going. Did you have something else? You know, I, I I like this movie. I think this yeah. movie is efficiently scary enough. It's batshit crazy. I think it's well directed. It looks nice. Yeah. It's got a nice light night. You feel the 1989, which I like. Yes. Um, uh, this is the first scary movie I ever saw. Actually, oh, wow. wow. At 17, because I was a coward and I never, <laughs> I, I steered clear of it. And I was at like a party. Uh, we were about to go to a party. Uh, I was visiting a friend's college, and everybody put the, all the big boys put this on. I was like, Oh no, it's a scary movie! And I got really <laughs> freaked out. But I, I, I sat through it and I watched it, and it, it stuck with me as like a super scary movie. I, I, it, I was less scared last night, but the tendon still gets me. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. you know. It's a very light recommend. Oh, I think it takes it takes way too long to get going. Okay, and that's something like the first thirty minutes. I was like, I I don't need any of like him getting to know Fred Gwynn, all that stuff. I'm like, 
Okay, I mean, but once the funeral hits, I think is when suddenly it jumps to life. Yeah, yeah. and then so for that, and after after that, I guess I have to yeah, light recommend. Yeah, I would recommend this movie. I think after watching this, and we did the episode on two, also directed by Mary Lambert. I think two's kind of better because there's just it's it a little sillier, it's a little uh, less self serious. Yeah, but it's still fucking weird and creepy. Um. But I've always kind of liked this movie, and this was like the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. And yeah, those that little critter cutting his tendon, man, look out. It's creepy as fuck. I would say it's a light recommend for me too, but like, there's so much in this fucking thing that you do not need. That goddamn totally. sister being chained to a bed yeah, and other scenes. <laughs> I feel like if this yeah, movie was yeah, 85 yeah. minutes, it'd be yes. amazing. It doesn't need to be an hour and 43 minutes. That's no, a real yeah. problem. I mean, I, I give this a soft recommend, but with the caveat that I'm hoping that uh, the remake yeah. uh, improves upon it. Because I think we yeah. all agree there's a lot of, like, sort of fat. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. are a lot of yeah. weird, like, sort of tendrils off the side of this film <laughs> that take away from it. Yeah. The new one has a really good cast. Yeah. I, I just feel like this is exactly the kind of movie you want to remake. Yes. Yep. When it's, like, it's got a little brand value. You have source material, but they didn't like fully knock it out of the park. It sticks yeah. in people's minds because yeah. there are enough elements there, enough well-executed things. But this is certainly something you can improve upon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Rather than like Total Recall or Robocop, where <laughs> right. it's like, Don't right. play with that. Yeah. Right. Who is, uh, who's the wife in the new movie? Amy Simons. Who is amazing. Oh, cool. yes. She's great. That's, right. a, that's, that's awesome. a great cast. It's yeah. a really great cast. Clark is yeah. fantastic. And, yeah. and I do love Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, who could replace like Fred Gwynn? It's like, that's right. the one modern choice. See that head? <laughs> huge, 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 like a Christmas and ham. And I think after it, like the soup is bad. Right, the flood. Progresso soup. You're the only the, one that remembers that. Ad yeah, no one knows yeah. what you're saying. Everybody knows. <laughs> the, the floodgates are open after the, it was such a successful remake, and sure. I think we're yeah. going to see like almost every King property. Dude, I want to do needful things. I'd be into it. Yeah, that'd be great. Just steer clear of the shining. We're all, and then we're fine. Well, we already did it. that twice. Yeah, we, we, we did it. it enough. I think I do in a Doctor Sleep movie. They are you and McGregor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's I never read that book, but there's weird like vampires in it or something. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll see about that uh, when the time comes. But until then, that was Pet Cemetery, directed by Mary Lambert from 1989. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. And Griffin, go ahead and, and plug away everything you got going on. Blank check, the tick. Yeah, uh, blank go check uh, with Griffin David, available wherever uh, podcasts are found. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a second feed on Patreon now, a uh, Patreon, a company that none of us are worried about. <laughs> Not at all. We're all cool with it. Uh, all it's fine. super cool. It's, it's just fine. Future looks incredibly bright. Um, <laughs> but we do uh, commentaries on franchises on that feed. And on the main feed, it's uh, directors' filmographies. We pick directors and go through all their movies uh, one at a time. I have two of you guys on, and we'll have the other two soon, as yeah. soon as we finish recording. I will uh, uh, pester <laughs> you guys about that. Uh, tick, April 5th, all 10 episodes, because last time they did a weird thing where they split them up. Oh. Uh -huh. Not the case this time. Nice. Just dump 10 it. episodes on one day. Please yeah. uh, digest a thing that took uh, a months and months of my life <laughs> in like one afternoon over a bag of chips. Um, and there, will, there will be a lobster. There will be a lobster. There, right. I'll say this. I, I, Tiptoeing in the spoil territory. Several lobsters. Oh, 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 oh. Now we're talking. Is this exclusive? This is exclusive. Several wow. lobsters. I'm getting hungry as <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Several lobsters. Speaking of Maine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, that's it for the program. Thank you so much for dropping by. This is a lot. Thank of you fun. for having me on. Yeah, this uh, was way awesome. overdue. Uh, and we'll we'll do it again. Maybe we can get Simsy on too. No yeah, doubt, he would love to do it. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. <laughs> for a while, that was a pause that I was like. No. no way. <laughs> no. Don't you fucking dare. Down. Uh, and next weekend, uh, next week on the program, Steve Sadak, what are we talking about? This show, it continues every Tuesday, new episodes uh, as you flip through a Google Drive doc. <laughs> what I are you know talking this about? Is a no, professional we're just talking. Show. Dude, you are the Joker of spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, oh, my fucking Lord. damn it. We are doing. It's like he sh- finds Excel funny. Yeah. <laughs> we are doing Shrek 2. Oh, oh, oh wow. second, The second Shrek. Yes. Wow. The, the Shrekening. Yes. The, the sequel to our incredibly popular. Yeah. Shrek episode. Sometimes dead is better. I'm not sure. Did people get angry when you talk Shrek because they're like protected? Oh, a couple people. Oh, yeah. Now, do we think people will be as defensive towards no. Shrek 2? Nah, giant no. gingerbread man, dude. No way. <laughs> not, they can't. That's also one of those things where when that came out, that was the third highest grossing movie in history. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> this society is so Fucking, doomed. Yeah, life sucks. You, you can talk about <laughs> Avengers Endgame all you like. Shrek 2, no thank you. Shrek 2 was, human. Shrek 2 was just this moment where apparently everyone alive yep. wanted to go back to the swamp. <laughs> I remember sitting in the theater for Shrek 1 stewing. <laughs> I was not having it. We saw the second one together. Chris yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the, the theater, yeah. Miserable existence. We've I'll had. see Awful. it this Sunday night. You dodged it? You were the one. Yeah, I was the well, one. No, you I were the one I, who stopped them from beating Titanic. <laughs> I think I dodged it too. Oh, I quit too. after two. I, I've right, never yeah. seen whatever right, the fuck. The three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Halloween specials, one right. through nine. Oh, right. Didn't they do like Christmas shit too? They do a lot of Christmas shit. Oh, good God. See, I'll say this. Like, I'm younger. One and two, I was like seeing in theaters like jamming on way to right. brag on the show yeah <laughs> well no because it also was the thing that was like, like these are fucking cartoons but they're like edgier so yeah. you can be a teenager and still see them yeah. Yeah. Shrek fucks right <laughs> that was does. the argument he and, fucks he farts I mean yeah. it's all there I love animation I was so into the fact that everyone else wanted to see a cartoon movie with me and I sure. didn't have to pretend that my sister wanted to see it <laughs> but I look back at like one and two now and I'm like these are nightmare movies like, yeah, these are horrifying. like staring yeah. into the Eye yep. of Sauron. Yeah. And then by the time like three came out, I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, until next yeah. week when we stare into the Eye of Sauron, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Griffin Newman. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.